While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to another episode. That's of your Movies. intro. That's the big build-up to a great intro that you gave us. Was that? Oh Jesus! Personal yeah, folks, we're here. Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. We're just we're here. This is Movies on the Rocks. It is I, Tomas, also with Derek. If you want to call it that, I suppose. I mean, also that's your with, name, right? Yeah, I think so. Cox Sniffer. and so and and Eric as well. Hello. <laughs> and we are the Moody Boys, Moody Moody. Anyways, but uh, today, um, in today's episode, we are into our third season again. We're like almost like halfway there, I guess you could say. Not halfway really. through it? No, not really. And so... Um, <laughs> season three is just going to go on until we're like, it's time to, to enumerate this once more. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, um, no, what we're doing, this is uh, this is our, I guess you could call it our second go around in regards to the movies we're picking. So we're almost at the halfway point. But, uh, but yeah, so today we're t- going to be talking about the uh, 1989 comedy vehicle uh I would say classic. Not a classic. Not not a not a pivotal film. This is a very casual watch. But but a very casual watch. But it is the the last, I guess, uh, collaboration between Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder on the screen. I believe. Oh really? I didn't know that. I think it was their last movie. I'll have to check to confirm. Unfortunately, we don't have a Mister Professor. What was it called? (laughs) Mister Correction. Correction or something like that. Something like that guy. But. But I will go ahead and I'll confirm that information. But yeah, God, man, way to throw back to season one. Shit. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But uh, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about see no evil, hear no evil. Uh, but before we get to that point, let's go ahead and talk about our drinks, Derek. Since you always bring multiple pieces of alcohol to the show, what are you drinking tonight, dude? I am looking at four different liquid containers. So yes, holy fuck, I'm super excited. Uh, okay, so this one, as like I'm, always, I'm, is I'm, I'm quite tight right now. Oh, okay, you're just ruining it, and making everyone <laughs> nauseous. Okay, um, this one is uh, another one that I have very low confidence in. This is uh, called Bevy Long Drink Sparkling Citrus Refresher. Is that even it, alcohol? It says contains alcohol and oh, okay. six, almost six percent alcohol volume. So I thought it was healthy. like some. I thought it was it's like some. It's mineral water. Yes. Yeah, you know, if it is, we're gonna move on real quick. <laughs> Hot damn, that's good. <laughs> if it's a girl drink, he's in, man. Yeah, dude. It's really, I don't even know how to describe this. It's, you, it's like a. Okay, you know what? I can tell you exactly what this is. All sprite? Right. It's Sprite. I'm getting there. Okay, so it's Sprite. <laughs> if Sprite were alcoholic and had like a fruity flavor, not a lemon flavor, Remix. but a fruity Remix. flavor. Yeah, probably. There you go. 
That's basically what this tastes like. So it's so it's Zima. Mm, sure. Full circle. Full <laughs> circle. Why not? Tomas, what do you got, man? Dude, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with this today. one. So I'm gonna, I'm I'm basic today. I'm just going with some Bacardi and Coke Zero. That's all I'm doing today, dude. I have to, I have to uh, I'm trying to I'm just I have to replenish my rum so the next episode I'll have something brand new, baby. Dude, I've been thinking about I think I think I'm about due, ready to go out to a liquor store and like you know, restock some new things, try some new stuff out because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting be. burnt out on just these beers. Especially mm. when half of them suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to another episode the other day when I, I had uh, some St. Arnold lawnmower or something like I don't know what it was. Yeah. And it was, man, I just think about how much that, that beer was not enjoyable. <laughs> this guy. That one stuck oh my with God. me. Eric, what you got, man? What are you drinking, Eric? I'm drinking. So I, I'm drinking. Also, too, I need to apologize. I have a wild sinus infection. So I may. You still can't smell easily. so? <laughs> yeah, I mean. You still can't it. smell. I mean, that's not happening. Yes. I mean, that hasn't been happening for like 10 plus years. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I went, I went on, I went to. I have to clarify that Jersey so everyone knows sick. it's not due to COVID or something. It's just, you've just never been able to smell. Oh, no. Yeah. So, well, it's funny. I'm going to tell you, I definitely COVID tested myself immediately when I was like, oh my God, I'm sick. But um, I'm good. Um, I guess that Vax is working, you know, <laughs> it's doing its job. <laughs> So, but I, but I, uh, I have a wild sinus infection. So I want to apologize to you and the viewers if I sound nasally or if I cough in the middle of a sentence. Um, but anyhow, now you just sound um, like us plebeians rather than some sexy beast that you normally give us in the airwaves. I know. know. That's like, (laughs) now you're just a normie dude. I know my smooth, deep voice is my moneymaker. Not today, you know? So if this is anyone's first Flab. episode, don't listen to it. There are better episodes. Just because of my voice, but because of the film we watched. <laughs> we'll be on that. We'll be on that. Um, oh my god! Uh, no, I'm drinking. Uh, uh, I'm drinking cherry coke and vodka tonight, guys. And nice. Uh, I've been drinking it for before we started, so I'm feeling a little good right now. Mm. That's, that sounds like good. it's like fun in a cup, dude. It's like fun in a cup, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, all right, Get so. It. So today I have a little bit of a surprise news for you guys. Uh, I know sometimes we talk about our, um, our, our, I guess you could say our listenership um, in the different countries. Today. Tell us we got an interview on online. 60 Minutes. I wish. That's our next big step, guys. We'd be rich. We'd be rich. Yeah, I, I would be rich, and we'd be rich, and plus, I would love to talk to Joe. Uh, what's his name? Uh, from the Rose, uh, Charlie Rose, Charlie Rose, and be like, yeah. and, and go. Let me ask you a question, Chuck. Can I do that? Go, Let me ask you a question, Chuck. How does it feel being the oldest man I've ever met with earrings? How's that feel? How's that feel? <laughs> when you get a rain on the guy's parade, <laughs> I would not do that to Charlie Rose for inviting us leaves like, on his I'm, show. I'm gonna be like Chuck. Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> Shout out to mom, everybody. Chuck. You guys <laughs> no. have been friends for years. <laughs> yeah, hey, exactly. mom. I'm going to call him Chucky. All right. So, no, no. What I wanted to say was that, you know, you know, I'm like on the system on Pod Survey, it tells you, you know, what countries, and we always talk about the countries we have, but we have. Like two, Salvatore. Like good old Sally. My boy. My boy. Sal, which, by the way, Sal, I hope you enjoyed that, that episode named after you, bro. 
So <laughs> gonna be if this comes out eventually, it. It, it will. It was that episode. I already have one today's episode name, and I'm going to tell you during our discussion of the movie. But yeah, but but great. the but the but the, uh, but the waves episode is definitely going to be called Sal's Vagina. So Sal, enjoy it. It's all shout for out you, to bro. Sal's Vagina. He's just going to be a regular yeah. featured. We're just going to talk about Sal, but never have him on the show. Exactly. We're just talk about him constantly, but so, never actually have him show. No, but listen, but listen, listen. So I was looking through the listeners and what countries are, are, are I guess you could say, listening to us, per se, or downloading it through the server. And we had two listeners, at least two downloads, whoever, might have been the same person, but who knows, but two downloads from the fucking Ukraine, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Salva Ukraini, bro. Salva Ukraini, dude. For Hell real. Yeah, I'm dude. not even joking. I'm not that even joking. Awesome. I was like, I, my heart goes it, out to you. You guys. Yeah, uh, no, I'm fully supporting Fighting this. the good fight. Yeah, you dude. I just, if we can help you for some weird reason, we're in. <laughs> you know, like, if, this, wow. if, if, this, if this show <laughs> that helps you try to forget or try to ease your, 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 you know, your mind and help you escape for a little bit, dude, we. We applaud you, and we will do it as much as we can, man. That's all I wanted to say, though. But yeah, yeah, two two downloads in the Ukraine. Whether it's American or whoever was there, or if it's somebody else, uh, you know, even if it's a, that Russian guy who's been listening to us, the one Russian guy left there. Russia and went to Ukraine. Good for no you, dude. For Ukraine. Yeah, dude, just, Ukraine. just 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 whatever. So, do you know what episode? Do you know what episode it is? The last one, the one I just put up, the Killing Zoe one. Oh wow! Wow, Killing Zoe has a Killing Zoe has a <laughs> following in Europe. <laughs> nice solid European following. So like, it's not just that. Like, we have a couple. We, Germany's on like on like consistent. Uh, we got a couple Canadian, uh, some Spain, Ukraine, you know, it's, it's, bro. But Ukraine. And then there's Salvatore. Salvatore out on his little island. And yeah, I'm My South dude. Carolina. Oh, South Carolina, <laughs> repping the vaginas. That sounds like. <laughs> Dude, what a dude. perfect, perfect. You, know, you have to you, anyone listening. You have to hear oh the whole episode god. for that to make sense. But oh man, god. what a good throwback, dude! <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 no, that sound that, that almost sounds like a a, a sports talk calling guy. That's Sal in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, let's talk to Salvatore in uh, South Carolina. <laughs> Exactly. You know, I just don't know what to think of this, Bob. Uh, We're gonna move on. <laughs> let's, let's get past this. This is a all bad. Right, this is a bad guy. All right, all right, all right. So, anyways, but yeah, but I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. That was crazy. So, all right, but uh, since we've already done that, let's go ahead and take it to the news desk. Oh, is that Smeagol? <laughs> oh, he brought out he broke out Gollum. Oh my God. <laughs> news of the day. Today, Let me start. Let me start. I want to start news. Dear my lord. God. 2022. <laughs> All right, Derek, Domini. what did you want to bring? What go you say, dude? Talk so I know that there's probably other news, and I'm I'm gonna send it to you guys. That's I'm gonna great, start Derek. us Thank on you a for low bringing note. Us news, bro. Thank you for bringing us the news, Derek. But I wanted to mention uh, Emilio Delgado. Oh, wow. anyone anyone know this name, Eric? You're reading it, so you don't count. I do. Um, Emilio Delgado passed that. away, and if you don't know who he was, he oh, was Luis, the character yeah, on Sesame Street for over forty yes. years. Wow, dude, yes, that's a, that's a 
Wow. R.I.P. Dude. R.I.P. Yeah, for real. This hits home because I've got a little one who watches Elmo and Sesame Street every day, and he is still on the reruns of it, and wow, he is dude. all over the, this guy. Uh, when Sesame Street was um, okay for anybody outside of the U.S., you may not know Sesame Street's probably not big everywhere in the world. Um, it's essentially a kids show uh, with you know Muppet-like characters that all experience emotion and growth and learning and all that stuff together. It's just yeah. a kids show, but it's been on for over fifty years, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's been almost been on for almost sixty years. I mean, they've definitely got over. I'm pretty sure there's more than fifty seasons He's- at least. So. Yeah, he started in seventy one. Actually, I would I would believe it. Um, so, he, he, this this show is it's been around long enough that it has been equally present in many uh, generations of of you know families developing and growing. And I mean, realistically, if you think about this, like my grandparents probably had an opportunity to watch this sometime whenever they were at least at some age, you know under 50 and my parents and me and my kids and maybe his kids, who knows if it's still you know popular by then, but this has been a very big part of the pop culture zeitgeist in America for a long time. A lot of other countries, I'm sure. And this guy was involved whenever they were ensuring that there was representation for all kids of all demographics. For real. Really great thing about that. Like you think about shows doing that 50 years ago. No, not a lot of them. Right. Dude was around. Um, It's, it is okay to not have white skin. It is okay to have dark hair and speak another language and be interested in another culture that is perhaps your own. Mm -hmm. And all of those things before it was as prominent as it is today. And I would still say we've got room to go. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the concept of being part of that movement for 40 years. I mean, there's not, you you know, he probably didn't get a pay raise after a certain point. Like you just, you just kind of cap out at a certain point and he stuck around and kept doing it. And it obviously wasn't just for the money. You know, he was, he was part of Sesame Street from, I'm moving his IMDb. He was part of Sesame Street from 1971 to 2017. That's crazy, right? Crazy. So, my hat off to Emilio Delgado. Yeah, man. You'll be missed. We appreciate your contributions to that you have done for, for society real. and for everything out, out there. And uh, there were a number of other major celebrity passings since our last recording. But this one really just stuck out to me because I still see him on my TV almost every other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and, that guy is a part of all of our childhood. Everyone. Yeah. Here, you know. I really, I really hope that during the Oscars, they give him a memoriam. I, I hope mean, so. I would, I, hope I, mean, so I would like to. He was in entertainment, you know? Yeah, I know he yeah. wasn't in movies, but... Yeah. But Unless I'll, he was in the Sesame Street movie, was uh, he? Let me no, look. They've only got 300 of them. Yeah. Well, I mean... But I'm talking about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. real, that one, like, the, the, the one with Big Bird, like... The one. one. The oh, one. The one they gave a real budget to, is follow, what you yeah. mean? Oh, we're talking about Follow That Bird? Follow That Bird. That's the one. <laughs> God, yeah. I love to follow that. Oh, yeah, dude, he you was guys there. are hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He was there. He was there, dude. Yeah, man. God, I mean, he's got. He's, a, he's only got like 62 credits, but the thing is, is that 90% of it is Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So, that's but, a yeah. huge. That's a huge uh, badge. He, be- he better. Be they better do it for him yeah. because I bet you money, like 80% of the people that are sitting in the Oscars audience were children. Grew up with that guy. And grew, grew up, up watching guy. this guy, right? Yep. Do you know his thing day in and day out, and and I, I can't. I don't want to to make it sound like you know he is the reason Sesame Street was great. No, no. no, no. There are lots he's, of lots of very one of them. Yeah. Very uh, 
I don't know what you would call it. They're examples of some of the best of society mm-hmm. that were involved in projects like yeah. Sesame Street. And then you see somebody who's been this involved for that long. Uh, I see it as a very selfless act. Yeah, 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 dude. I mean, I mean you got to give a shout out to just to like PBS in general, if you think about it. Like for that, sure. I mean, and HBO like, right day. now. Talk about, and HBO now. Talk about like the being uh, inclusive and showing different shades and like opening the, up the world to people like you know uh like uh mr rogers did, who did yeah. some amazing stuff did you see did you see his documentary race. oh god it yeah. was great yeah. of course he's a, he was, I, I think that mr rogers might be the greatest human to ever live like i don't he's think he's definitely up there there's i feel like there's jesus people and then are, yeah, literally, I feel like there's people that are literally disguised as angels that do great things for the world, and for real. we we had that in Mister Rogers. So I think yeah. the big, I think the 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 big reason that PBS actually matters, especially if we compare them to somebody like HBO, mm-hmm. um, to stand out far above, is it's a public broadcasting mm-hmm. show. They are. Uh, it, there's not some giant conglomerate behind them that was funding this train all the way to the bank, funded right? By the people, and and often whenever you are on the front edge of perhaps what society needs, when we talk about things like child education and um, equal res- representation and being a musical and all the costs that come with all these characters and suits and outfits and sets and all of those things, this was not a cheap show to put on. It wasn't a it was very much so I would think a risk when you're talking about being ahead of the social curve and deciding that equal representation or fair education or um, identifying as being an, having enough self-worth and all of these different concepts. Th- there's no money to be made in that, right? You're not doing it for the money. And so when you're already trying to find a way to make ends eat as a public broadcasting show or, or station, um, you you would think they would do the easy money grabs and they weren't. And I think that's why to, to a free show that anyone with or without cable could watch all day long, just by owning a TV, which don't get me wrong is it wasn't cheap, but like you didn't have to pay for a subscription like cable. Yeah. You could just watch this just as equal as you could watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. So I mean, I think that's why stations like them stand out. Yeah, for sure. Agreed, bro. Wow, that's some crazy news. I didn't see that. I thought that was a worthwhile whole night. Hey, hey, look, I'm sure Tomas has got some, you know, stupid or goofy or whatever news that he's been holding on to, right? Maybe. I hope. All right. So you guys heard about that new hotel at Disney called the Galactic Star Cruiser? Of course I haven't. Have you or no? Have you? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. I don't do. I'm not like no, Disney. No, no, like no, 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 Marvel. no, no, I'm not Disney. No, Marvel, no, no. But this is something like crazy that's been in the news quite a bit. Yeah, because it's but super it's luxurious. You, they pulled out yeah, all the like, stops. Like you're like for two people, for two people, for two people per night. For I'm literally only two nights in okay? a basic room because they're all it's, the same. A basic room. They're all the same because the whole point. Okay, so let me give you the idea. So this is called this. This hotel is called the Galactic Star Cruiser. You're essentially gonna walk into this place. It's com- It's cool. The concept is. Cool. It's entirely it's isolated it's to com- itself. So there's no. It's Im- com- completely 2022 America you're, that you're gonna be able to find. You're immersed in yeah, a new you, reality. 
you go into what's like I guess a starport of some kind. A new yeah, like reality. like imagine this, if everyone this, there were cosplay. Jesus, they're all shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking touch it. We, we lost you. We lost you. Don't worry. Just kidding. Joe Pesci. He turned into Joe Pesci. He turned into Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, like in a in a second. No, listen, listen. So basically, what the whole point is, it's supposed to be completely immersive. You go to a starport, you get in, and it takes you to the cruiser. You're literally in a, you're literally enclosed. You in a dark room because there's no windows in this entire hotel, so you do not see outside at all. And it makes you think that you've been transported via shuttle to a to a, a space shuttle in the in space, like in another galaxy, like in the Star Wars galaxy. The issue is, is that for two people, two adults, it's five grand a night with a two-night minimum. Okay, not five grand each, just five grand a night. With and a I'm sure there's still okay. there's still the some stupidest a ton thing of I've ever heard. Yes, I agree. That's way too expensive. That's way oh, too hell expensive. yeah, they are. Wait a minute, that's so stupid. You would think that'd be the case, but guess what? No one is booking. It's too expensive. Really? It's too expensive. No one. I thought people would still buy. No one. I'm glad. Honestly, honestly, I'm really happy to hear that because honestly, like, and I mean this, that's wrong. It's just wrong. I don't even think it. Like, listen, I'm sick right now, and you're a little bit itchy, so I'm very emotional. (laughs) I'm a little (laughs) shut up, shut up, Derek. So I'm a little emotional right now. That is wrong on so many levels. To charge five thousand dollars to go into a place with no windows. See, Get the here's the fuck thing. Out of here. I have a different perspective. I understand that there's this oh this reality <laughs> with the freaking oh there's camera there's freaking everyone TVs this is, everywhere this is and, oh, virtual everyone. reality. Five thousand dollars for in a two night minimum. Get the fuck so out so of okay here. so according to the according to the article that I read okay all right so. The first reviews of the place is great. It's great. I mean, they're saying it's all cool. It's really cool. It's immersive. You get the whole experience. Everything's cool. The problem is, is that the hotel's just not not struggling to keep up with the bookings. It's because no one's booking. No one's literally renting this out for. Th- it's been open since March first. Okay, that's when the first paid guests showed up. Okay, it's filled with staff. It's filled with characters. All credible experiences. The problem is that no one wants to basically. Sleep in a fucking hole with no window to sky. <laughs> like you're essentially, literally thinking for ten thousand dollars. No, 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 no. For well, ten thousand yeah, dollars. Go ahead, Derek. What are you gonna say? Okay, so here's the thing. It has nothing to do with windows. It has nothing to do with the quality of the experience. The difference is the problem that exists here is, is when you price out your target demographic, you've done the wrong thing. Yeah. Your target demographic. And there are, there are people who are far more invested in Star Wars than Tomas and I combined. Oh, my God. Okay. And, and even those folks are not booking it, right? Because either it is not worth it or you're too high. There are people that, I mean, we, the reality is that Disney has such a following that there are people who regularly spend the premium package every year on a membership and show up without fail, regardless of what the economy is doing or anything in between. That's Tomas. I know it's you. I wasn't going to volunteer it, but you said. No, I'll do it. I, I have a timeshare with Disney. I, I'll admit to it. I'm part of the Disney Vacation Club. I fucking and so, love it. Well, and, and so Disney obviously has worked long enough to have that figured out. They know 
the the amount that they can charge and still get enough bookings to be probably very few slow nights, right? They've got that dialed in. I don't think they're in tune with Star Wars fandom because they would probably have a clue that, I mean, even if I were like, if I made the same amount of money I did today, I wasn't married, didn't have any kids, didn't have any other financial obligations, I still wouldn't spend $5,000 a night for me to go somewhere like that alone. That's at least ten thousand, by the way. It's at least ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. At least I wouldn't. I would not spend that much money. There's no experience they can give me that makes that worth it. And that's two adults, okay? If you want to bring in, like, say, three adults, which could be like an older kid, okay? Because Disney considers anybody over the age of, I think, ten to be an adult. By the way, if you're if so, three adults and a child, it jumps up from five to six a night. Like, come on, listen. Let me talk, guys. And this is someone it's who doesn't much. care. It's too much. It's I don't care. Much. Yeah, I don't care about Star Wars. I'm. A, I mean, like, I, I don't mean that in a like. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Like, I I appreciate. You, the, you'll the appreciate. Thing. You'll watch yeah, the yeah. movies. You'll enjoy. I'm not. It. I appreciate Disney too, but I'm not a Disney guy. But like, as a regular normal schmo that just likes media. And would be would be open to like checking something like that out just to see what it's like. I would never in my life even consider paying that much money. I don't care if I was making ten million dollars a year. It's the principle to me that you're sending you're charging ten thousand dollars for someone to stay there at the minimum. Like get, a, the, get out although, of here. And, although, and, and, although. And on, top, on top of that, on top of that, you're literally sitting for two days in a windowless bunker. Yeah, so, it's, what if, and hear me out here, uh, you, you've, if you've ever been to a theme park and they've got some kind of mascot that you have some interest in experiencing or getting a photo with or something like that, there's often not very many of them. Everybody in the park wants the same picture, yada, yada, yada. You got to pay for it. You got to find them. You got to know when schedule are on, yada, 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 all that shit. But if I'm the only person in the whole park for five grand, 10 grand, right? If I'm, I don't want to share it with anybody. Still not worth it. No. 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 Okay, no, and this... you guys are like Star Wars nerds. You guys no are dorks. Way, you know? dude. You're big geeks, both of you. <laughs> if Yoda was my roommate, still yeah. not worth 10 grand. No, fuck If no, you dude. hired an actor fuck to no. portray Yoda and act like Yoda 24-7 in the room next to me, nope, still not worth it. If you told me, if you told me that I would have a weekend to myself. With somebody dressed up as Leia Slave Girl, I would still say it's not enough money. <laughs> I mean, that's a little I would crazy, not but pay. I get it. <laughs> I would not it's pay. Not enough, I not enough money, he says. I, wouldn't I get pay what it. you mean. I, get what I you wouldn't mean. pay it. I wouldn't pay it. I wouldn't pay it. Because it's just, because yeah, no. I can see that. I can see that for 20 bucks at a fucking Comic Con. I don't need to spend five grand. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's it's the dumbest thing I ever yes, When keep I saw on that. A mistake. It's not five grand, it's 10. It's yeah, 10, well, five grand a night. I'm gonna specify five grand a night for two night minimum. So yeah, ten thousand dollars. <sighs> like that's just so. I'm like I think it's wrong. I don't it's, think it's right. I think it's, it, I think it's wrong. I've made. It, it, I've been. I've spent an entire week mm-hmm. in Vegas at a music festival and feet, meals and everything, and it was five grand for the total. Dude, dude, dude. I've spent five days at Disney. Okay, I've done it. Five days at Disney. Okay. For a whole family, probably. For a whole family, you know, and with my Disney vacation club, I've done. I guess well, five days is a lot. So I say like three, four days. I spent. I spent my points at Disney for three, four days. I've bought tickets. We've done food, and we've still 
maybe cracked fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, this is. Just granted, not... I have the Vacation Club, which gives me points every year that I use, like like a timeshare. But but, but still, still, but still, but still but it's I pay. Not, it's not the I same. pay two. I pay two hundred fifty bucks a month for that, so mm-hmm. I still pay for it. So man, you guys but, really like Disney. That's for real. Well, dude, no, he, he goes a you, lot. It's like every other weekend, he'll get a text. Yeah, I'm in I'll Disney. Be, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Doing it that way is a lot of fun with my kids, but yeah. also as an adult. Disney is so much more fun now, but I wouldn't go into a fucking bunker for five grand to do it. Fuck yeah. no. I want to go in the parks. I want to go to the bars. I want to go to fucking, you know, I'll go to the hotels and go eat at restaurants and you know what I mean? Like I'll make an experience of it. I'm not going to go and act like I'm getting Confine in a fucking me to ship. this building. Yeah. And- like it's like as if I'm in some fucking prison, dude. No, there's I'm like sorry, a, dude. There's like an elitist exclusive, exclusive, um, I guess, like, I don't, there's something about that that just rubs me really the wrong way. Like, there's, it is, it's, I feel like it's an exclusive thing. I feel like it's like an elite culture sort of thing there. And, and I feel like people that are truly into Star Wars are like not that. And that to me just seems wrong. There's something about it that just seems all, you know, what I think, I think, um, like when I, when I think about, the the Star Wars fandom, there are a lot of characteristics that you could use to describe those people and and their their demographics and their hobbies and all those different things. And none of those uh, adjectives I would use um, are at all money related. That's no. what I'm saying. Dude. Star Wars has the lowest barrier of entry. Like I mean, it doesn't. Make it's not. Sense. It's not. It. I don't mean to say that it's the cheapest lore to get into because there's lots of expensive aspects to it and yeah. there are some things like like you could be into muppets and easily find you know a deeper demographic or something like that right but star I mean, wars I has never spend, been an expensive i mean thing. i i did spend like 200 dollars on a lightsaber for my nephew once because he's really into star wars it's, so that I, was kind of i bought one for but my daughter it's, can. it's amazing though it's yeah. amazing yeah, it, was, it, was, it was legit it's dope Okay, but you can spend that money. It doesn't mean that you need to spend that money yeah. to enjoy the, the, yeah. the lore or the, no. the, the, the hobby or whatever. No, you don't, but, it, but you don't need to spend even Disney has a lower barrier than that. Like you could you can watch Disney movies from the library, you can get Disney books, you know, wherever. You can even get into a Disney park for a reasonable amount of money. I mean, what is it like seventy, eighty dollars for a person? No, to get in no, 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 like no, no, it's like $120 for an adult and like 100 bucks for a kid. Okay, well, either way, that's still far less expensive than $10,000. Yeah. To enjoy yeah. your hobby, to yeah. be part of the clique. Exactly, exactly. So either way, but yeah, that was, I just wanted to tell you, that I read that, I was like, holy fuck, dude. I was like, that's hilarious. That's now, good news. I hate it, but that's good I, news. I really hate that, but I... I maybe they'll it. readjust. Maybe they can get it to where it's supposed to be and more inclusive, more... more uh, a lower entrance barrier for people to get into. I don't know, dude, because that's a lot of that's an expensive piece of like. Hotel. Do you mean to tell me that Disney doesn't have the money to invest? I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying I don't know if Disney has the has the amount of money to keep that thing going without making that kind of profit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I think I they mean, just they, wanted their return quick. Yeah, I think, I think that's they were trying to. Return Maybe let's hope that's the case because they built that Avatar world too, and it didn't have the same barrier to entry, and it definitely has some Dude, similar complexity. That, but the thing is that that Avatar world is part of a park; it's a different story. It's not a standalone hotel. I know, but still, so wouldn't do you think that 
since it's not a standalone hotel, there would be like more in its part of the park. There would be like more emphasis on that, or that would be more of a popular. If your if your whole concept is to keep people immersed within this environment, that you've got to find a way to keep them entertained. Either way, it's way too much money. Either way, it's way too much. Agreed. Money. All right. Well, you're, you're pricing out there. There's really no, there's, I don't want to go now. And it looks yeah. cool as fuck, so but no, it's still not worth it. Yeah. Is there video yeah. footage of it somewhere? There's, oh people yeah, have yeah. There. There's, there's video on YouTube. Yeah, I'll send you a link. There's people have there's people that have vlogs. Yeah, they vlogged. There's so vlogs there. Piss so. on my phone. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ! Do you need a new phone? Is that what's Is that why you're doing that? <laughs> All right. So no, the other two things is nothing out of this world. Um, something I saw on, on Twitter. Uh, so Mike Tyson uh is uh, has a weed company. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. And he's making edibles in the shape of ears. <laughs> God, that's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, that's I sent you the funny. picture, but they're called Mike Bites. <laughs> you know what? Go for the marketing, dude. That Why not? That's funny. funny. So, okay, clever. and the other thing is, is that Nicholas, we're going to have a Nicholas Cage sighting. He was in South by Southwest promoting uh, his new movie. What's it called? The uh, Unbearable Weight. The unbearable weight of being Nicolas Cage. Yeah, which, which I, I'm really excited about. So it am I. It's a good film, yeah. It looks great because it's just yeah. him being him, which is so yeah. great. It's probably so, the Nicolas Cage that we deserve. It is because yeah. it's, it's him being him. It's very meta. But either yeah. way, so uh, he's, as we all know, he's a big comic book nerd. Like he's just a comic book geek, right? And so they asked him at the South by Southwest, uh, like a presser event about the new Batman, okay? And they asked him who, you know, if, if he's spoken to anybody over there about being a character. And he's like, well, you know, I was thinking about it, and I really was, like, I was really, really thinking about it, and I, and I really want Matt Reeves to give me a call on this, but I think that I have a really good idea at portraying, and I, I laughed out loud when I saw him say this. He goes, I have a really good idea about playing Egghead. In the Batman. I'm like, oh my god. What? I don't even know who that is. So Egghead <sighs> was a is a very obscure Bat villain that was created for Batman 1966 for the uh-huh. Adam West show. It was okay. played by the late great Vincent Price. Okay. If oh, you look okay. at, if you it, it is the weirdest, dumbest Z class character. It's like it's like really bad. But He's supposed to be some genius. He's the only character that's actually he's one of the only characters that actually figured out who Batman was, but mm. because of due to deductive reasoning, he basically like, oh, he's right-handed and this guy's right-handed. Uh he only <laughs> shows up. You know, he, he actually made the connections. There's only a few right-handed people in this <laughs> yeah, world, so that so, makes sense. But it was just it was hilarious. I was like, Jesus Christ, I would pay egg, egg. to see that fucking movie right now. Yeah, I, I would pay right now. Like, take can, my fucking money, bro. Can I can I ask you guys a question real quick? Um, yeah, sure. Which I guess it could be considered news. Uh, did you guys see the new Batman movie? Mm, no. No, because it's going to be on HBO Max in like 30 days. You nerds. <laughs> I went and saw it. I saw it. And? You guys want to know my feelings? Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna probably watch it. I'm, I'm gonna watch really? it no matter what. I'll watch I, it no matter what. You were like a suit. You watch like you love that stuff. I thought. Derek. <laughs> I mean, I, some mean, of I them. figured you both were gonna watch it. No, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch I, it no matter what. I don't. I don't really do a lot of DC, and if it is, it's like the B list, C list oh, characters that I like. Only. No, I mean, I, I mean, I just know. I, I I don't know. I like the Marvel movies. 
I'm not. I don't know enough about the whole comic book lore of DC or Marvel for that matter to really. I you know what, listen to him. I didn't know that 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 Derek was a superhero bigot. But he's, if that's he's, the way he is. <laughs> no, okay. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't know the lore behind him. Like I like. Uh, I like Nightwing. He's a cool character. If anyone knows who that is, it's just no. Robin. It's, it's just Robin, Robin when he's on his own in a new suit with a new. It's motive. the old Robin. It's the first Robin, Dick Grayson. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of like him, but I like Green Lantern, but nobody likes Green Lantern because of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think? Your well, I, I think it was too long. It was. It was three hours long. It was yeah. way too long. Did not need to be that long. Um, I, I mean, listen. I, as someone, as like the, as the voice of of someone reason. In reason. I, I, <laughs> guess of reason I guess the voice of reason when it comes to at least superhero stuff on this podcast um nerd alert yeah i i just it was it wasn't bad okay i just didn't <laughs> love it okay but i didn't hate it either and honestly i think it might have been the and this is probably gonna be controversial because everybody loves chris nolan but i think i appreciated this one more than all of the Chris Nolan ones except Dark Knight, right? Dark Knight, right? The Dark Knight. No, no, no. Dark Knight. That, that was the Dark Knight. Yeah, the that the middle one. Yeah, this is the Dark Knight. So the one with Heath Ledger. That's the only Batman movie that I really like, but it's only because of Heath Ledger. So this one was a little bit different, like a different take. I think Robert Pattinson did like a decent job. Um, I I thought Paul Dano was such a creep, and I thought it was great. But Paul Dano is good at being a creep and being that's like his zone. Um, but the movie itself was just really long. It was like it was like the emo version of Batman, pretty much. <laughs> but Batman's emo, so that's just he like... is. He is. But it was like the super emo version, like dark <laughs> and long. And I liked that it was dark. And a lot of people, I think, I was saying that they had beef with it being so dark. But I liked it, meaning like visibly dark, not like dark the storyline, you know. <sighs> Um, how was how was Colin Farrell? Because he's getting his own show. Oh, he was great, dude. He was like you for like you don't even realize it's him, dude. Like I forgot. Like honestly, like I was like, oh my god, that's Colin Farrell. I keep on forgetting this dude. You know, and I never really appreciated Colin Farrell that much until the last few years. And like I'm really like this guy can do can act. You know, so um, I don't know. It, it's worth it, it. It's it's a superhero person. It's worth watching. Derek, I think you should. Check it out. I mean, honestly, maybe not. <laughs> I'll be real with you. It's not like you have to watch it. I, you know? I am gonna watch it. And I really can't wait to watch it. It's just like I was gonna go to the theaters, but then I read. Then I read that it's only gonna be it's gonna be HBO Max in less than a month and a half. So okay. I, was like, I, I, I took like, my nephew. Like we, no, 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 when no. I was in Jersey. I took. I would have probably gone this weekend at some point because my wife's going to go see. Go, she's taking my daughters to some Girl Scout event. So I was like, oh, I'll probably go to the movies during the day. While they're away, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go watch that movie." You know, kill kill not three hours. You'll need at least and, three. Yeah, yeah. So I was just, you know, I was going to. Or just find it. somewhere that's still showing Dune. Wow, <laughs> it's an HBO Max. Because if you're going, it <laughs> it's in a theater. Why not? Honestly, though, like if I knew it was going to be on HBO Max, uh, well, I probably honestly no, I would have waited to watch it there anyway. I only went to the theater to see because my nephew, I was in Jersey, and he wanted to see it, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. You know? That's cool. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And but like, I bet he loved it. You don't need to. Go, yeah, he loved it. He thought it was great. Um, but you, you do not need to go to the movie theater to see it. I'll tell you that much. If it's coming on HBO Max, wait. Yeah, just yeah, three I, hours is a long time. Yeah, that's need, a long time. We need a potty break. We need snack breaks, bro. Yeah, dude, they need to bring back the intermission. I'd be okay with three-hour movies if they did it. 
Let's go back to the. <laughs> okay, Derek. Why not? Go and get some snacks, stretch your what, legs. Why, for real? Why not? What's the <sighs> downside? I'd rather not lose the momentum of the movie. Oh, okay. But if, of course, this would only make sense if the pacing fit that. I also would not like to lose the momentum of a film, but if they could conveniently place it between one set, you know, one one part of the movie and another conveniently, then why not? Fair enough. Oh, we agree. I love it. I, I mean, a little bit, not a hundred percent. Can't just give in, huh? Just <laughs> let, it, let it envelop you. Let it bring you in. Should we, we take a pee, should we should we take a pee break now? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? I don't care what the mess says. Yeah, let's go to the bathroom break. We're gonna go. What is it? We always say, uh, "Shake the dew, shake off the, the dew off the lily," and then we'll come back for uh, a refill and uh, all that stuff. Good. No, we're going to refill. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Not coming back to do a refill. You're terrible at the break, Derek. Folks, we'll be back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> ever an episode that just won't see the light of day it's this one so many cuts so many edits all the problems <sighs> we'll fucking this see. is the one that will never be heard and you know what man and i'm okay with two it, ukrainian honestly. listeners won't know how much we love <laughs> i don't know dude i'm just i'm upset i'm super upset just everyone i apologize if we ever end up releasing this episode i apologize it's a fucking mess but It'll we're gonna get fucking, we're gonna You're fucking lucky. soldier on. You have an Eric here. We're gonna make yes, it happen. Yes, I, I have total faith in Eric. Film school. <laughs> oh, I God, have Final Eric. Cut Pro. I smack his fucking <laughs> face right in his teeth. <laughs> I have. Did anybody change drinks? Is it time? No, I didn't change drinks. Let's just fucking move on. I'm good to go. I got. Did one. you change drinks? Of course, of course I did. Oh, I finished I my little beer. My name's Eric. I changed my drinks. I finished. I changed my drinks. I finished. <laughs> God, here it comes. He no, sounds worry, so buddy. much like it too. He's gotten so good at that. There you go. <laughs> All right, my new drink is. Is it a Miller Genuine Draft MG, MGD? You know, the second drink is always the one I feel is more safe bet. Okay, and this is Stella Artois cider. Of course. Oh, it's they made a cider. Really? It had to be cider. cider. Yeah, so we'll see. Nice. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> of course, it's it like it tastes just like a fucking apple. It's just a fucking cider. It is straightforward. That's Stella Artois, never nice. let me down. It's good. Right. I, I would. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say eight out of ten. It's really good. All right, so let's go ahead and Great, get started Derek. on this shit. Better than Blue Valentine. Okay, can you guys hear me? I mean, we're trying not to, Tomas, but go ahead. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I was like, dude, now you're now you, I'm gonna fucking be so fucking self conscious this episode. It's not even funny. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, okay, so movie we're talking about. My pick. Uh, this is See No Evil, Hear No Evil from 1989, starring the uh, 
I mean, I'm going to say comedic Goliaths of the era, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Um, and there's some other folks, but they're really the whole point of the movie. movie. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, uh, let's go through. Let's see. The synopsis is Dave is deaf. Wally is blind. They witness a murder. But it was Dave who was looking at her and Wally who was listening. So neither of them saw or heard anything, apparently. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and hilarity ensues for the rest of this movie. Yeah, I mean, it was directed by Arthur Hiller, whose real claim to fame is uh, Love Story. That's his, probably his biggest motion picture, according to him. How do you go from IMDb. Love Story to this? Like, I, just... I don't know. I mean, he was an old guy. Who knows? Yeah. But Wild. he, he had... He had love story. I mean, he was also director of The In-Laws and The Out-of-Towners, which are famous comedies. You know, they're pretty mm, big comedies on yeah, their yeah. own in the 70s. So it's just, it's one of those things. He, he's a comedic director, but I don't know. I really don't know. But this was this was near the end of his career. Like, he didn't really do much after this. I think his last <laughs> movie. Was, no no yeah. shock there. Yeah, I think his last movie was in. Well, actually, no. He showed up as a as a director of one series in 2018. Then 2006 was one before that, and then 1997 was a it's a movie called an Alan Smithy film. Burn Hollywood, burn. He was Alan Smithy. It's basically I don't know, but either way. So isn't Alan know, Smithy isn't Alan Smithy that 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 uh, director that that they say that's. But they put if the someone made a movie down that they, they don't want to put their name it. on. They say it's directed yes. by Alan Smithy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So here's so funny story. I mean, this is a complete sidetrack. But so there are two versions of the David Lynch movie Dune. Okay. There's the movie that came out in the theaters, which he hated, but whatever. It was his movie. He put his name on it. Then there's a special edition that came out. Uh, that was attached to like a DVD that was like a director's cut. And it was basically the studio went back and added some footage and David Lynch was like, fuck you. I don't want my name on it. So when they released that version, it says directed by Alan Smith. Alan Smith. <laughs> you remembered correctly then. Yeah. 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 So anyways, but so, okay, let's talk about this fucking movie. Oh, there's so much to talk about, but it's so little time. Anyways, I have a feeling it's going to be the shortest episode ever. This movie was whatever. It was like <laughs> that's all. That's me, all you're going to say for me. Okay, look, like these are the. I swear to God, these are the shortest notes I've ever taken for one of our movies. Like I have, I have zero my, notes. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I did I was, not take notes. I was watching the movie. I'm like, should I even be fucking taking notes? I'll just force feed my notes to myself. So. Before we get into the actual nitty gritty, uh, once again, Kevin Spacey rears his ugly fucking head oh, into the movie. God. I didn't even expect it this time. Yeah, dear did I, dude. I was watching the movie and I was like, fucking shit, Kevin Spacey. And then I'm like, oh, God, he looks like a fucking perv, too. Oh, no, this fucking guy. I swear <laughs> to God. Anyways, but I saw him and I was just like, the only thing that made up for fucking Kevin Spacey was him sharing screen time with Joan Severance, which was fucking gorgeous. She was absolutely yeah. Joan amazing. Severance is beautiful. She was Dude, out beautiful. of total fox, total fox, oh and God. and they're totally uh, painting that picture intentionally. But yeah, 
there's not a lot of paint needed. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, man, she is a beautiful woman. And this is, we're talking like, this is what, 40 years old? Almost 30 something years old, this movie? 32 years, yes. 32 years old. And this 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 woman is, and I like I even looked her up. I'm like, because I remembered her, which is really funny. I remembered her from Bird on a Wire. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's the chick from Bird on a Wire. Because I, I like love. I, to this day, I stand by Bird on the Wire is a great movie. You but, should you um, should you should put that as one of your picks one time. I might I might do it because it's a great movie. But beyond that, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the chick. So then I IMDb'd her, and I'm like, man, you're still beautiful. This woman is beautiful. It's Joe like- Severance is beautiful. I was like, I was I, fantastic. Dude, I, I was. I wish. I, I wish that they would have given her more uh, space to to give me a character of more substance. I well, I, I wasn't. Yeah, but I also wasn't really. Listen, I I think that this has to. Uh, there's a lot that goes in here that's not her fault necessarily. Okay. No, no, definitely um, not. And this also isn't is, really that movie. Yeah, yeah. The writing isn't good. She also, like, why did they make her, like, British? It was, like, a horrible British accent. Like, it just wasn't very and it, good. And, and it went and, back and forth. It went back and forth. She lost yeah, it so many sometimes times. Sometimes it was there, sometimes it wasn't. I know. Sometimes <laughs> it was there, sometimes it wasn't. Like, it, they put a lot on this woman's shoulders for this film. So, um, it's not necessarily her fault. They put a lot on but, her shoulders uh, and her breasts. And her breasts. <laughs> ultimately though <laughs> and i'm not saying this like and i don't mean this from like a pervy saying like she is a beautiful woman like this woman is like a gorgeous woman and i'm not saying that from like a creepy old man or weird she's absolutely yeah like, it's, but kind you of don't see, <laughs> no <laughs> no i'm not but like because you don't you don't see that like you see like there's obviously very attractive people in film i mean that's just where it is but like these two like, are not, not a, these two are not she's like a stunner <laughs> she is yeah She's like a stunner. So like good for you, Joan Severance. Yeah. You know, like she was she was like she's like she dude, she was like the classic, like she she reminded me of like Kelly LeBrock in fucking Weird Science. Oh my god, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was a beautiful woman too. Gorgeous. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, and then you wonder is like what did fucking what did she see in fucking Steven Seagal? That's just my my, my, my two cents with her. Anyways, but uh, so did they end up together? Are they Ka- married? Ka- Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. No. Oh, Kelly LeBrock. It's like Joan Severance or the Steven Seagal guy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Kelly LeBrock was like married to 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 uh, to Steven Seagal for quite some time. Do they have a kid together and everything, dude? But anyways, so but like, all right, Old so Stevie S. Stevie S. Stevie Boy. So um, so what the fuck was he doing? I'm, I'm going to talk about it now because that was weird. He just walked away with something in his hands. Yeah, he just he just dipped out like he. I know, like, right? He didn't even care. He wasn't like, "Hey, Hold on. I'll be right back," or sent us a message. Oh, what wait, was that? What it. was that? What was that? Where'd you go, that? bro? My dog's over here, freaking crying, <laughs> and I was like, "You gotta go!" Like, you can't, you can't we, be whining in the background. I'll be honest with you; I didn't even hear the dog. So either way, I didn't either. Yeah, so you're no. good. All right, so you so, just were uh, just so you, rude and aggressive an towards your dog you're for such no a reason. Fucking asshole, bro. I'm gonna call. I'm an arrogant asshole anyway, right? You don't, the that dog. That dog doesn't. Des- you don't deserve that dog. <laughs> exactly. I, none of us deserve our dogs. To be clear, <laughs> that's, that's actually true. Right. Like, no, no, I just no, don't I deserve. Do, my my either, animals right? deserve me. My animals deserve me. They just, <sighs> they just love unconditionally, <laughs> and I just don't oh, think I'm, I have that. All right, anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. So going to the movie. All right, so here's 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 what I'm going to say about this movie. Um, first off, wow. 
Secondly, uh, there was <laughs> a few the things. There That's was his point. Wow. This, there was a few things. Like, like one thing that I was surprised when I was watching the movie, I was like, not only was Kevin Spacey in the movie, but also the guy named Anthony Zerb. I don't know if you guys ever seen Anthony Zerb before in other movies. No. He was the guy who played Sutherland. You so, see the guy that was blind at the end? Yes, that guy? yes. So okay. he's I, he looked a character- familiar to me, but I didn't know. So Derek wouldn't know him, but maybe you might. Eric. Probably not. There was a show on ABC called Young Writers with with a young Josh Brolin and a young Stephen uh, Baldwin, where Josh Brolin played uh, uh, Wild Bill Hickok and <laughs> Stephen Stephen Baldwin played a young Buffalo Bill during the Pony Express. They were the Pony Express writers. So Buffalo Bill like he rubs the lotion on the skin. Buffalo Bill or Buffalo Bill for Western. Like Just Buffalo want to be Bill sure and clear like for the, the audience. Young, a young Buffalo Bill, because he, when he was in the Pony Express, he was like in his twenties as a part of the Pony Express. But okay. this guy played this guy, his customer named Teaspoon, which was like their boss. And he just he was a weird dude. He had a how, weird hat. How how did this tangent come about? It was because he's the in guy, the movie. Sutherland. From the guy. He's the guy who plays Sutherland. Yeah, I honestly the the show vaguely is in my brain, but I don't. I didn't watch it, so that's but this is new. I watched it. I fucking loved it as a kid. It was a. It was. It only lasted one season, you know. So it was just a. It was just one of those weird shows that was like a flash in the pan kind of show because they had all these young actors. Which, like I said, one of them was Josh Brolin. For God's sakes, he was on the show, so it was wild. But, um, but anyways, like, I'm just gonna go through some of my notes. Uh, New York City in the 80s in all its grimy fucking glory. Yeah, but there's always hit music on every corner. There was one thing I did appreciate, though, in the movie. Um, did you notice? Because it, it, I wonder if it was on... I bet it was on purpose because the whole point of the aspect of uh, uh, Gene Wilder's character being deaf and, and of course, you know Richard Price's character being blind. Did you notice all the background noise? All the background talking? No. I didn't pick up on dude, that at all. I didn't. Dude, there was so much background like chirping and like like people talking and noises in the background. It was like unnerving. What if, they, what if it was all improvised? What if it was all like I don't recorded know. live? It was like I like the Foley guy must have had a fucking fucking field day. Like he must have had just a, a fucking field day. Because it was just all this people talking and, and like murmuring in the background constantly. I didn't was, notice that. It was. It has constant. to be like real environments. They must have shot on site for all of these. No, uh, I mean, no. They, I, I don't feel like they did. No. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. You could tell it was dubbed on, like it was dubbed after because it was it, fake. You know, it was like people talking like about their day, mixing it. Yeah, but it was. Mm. But it was like constantly, like when it's in the city scenes, like them walking the city, like when there was in the big in the in the beginning of the movie when there's all the traffic and everything around them, dude. It's constant. When he's in the subway, it's constant. The background. When he's mm-hmm. at the at the at the at the racetrack, constant background noise. Like all this talking, just. Well, this isn't really a master class in filmmaking. I'll be honest. No, so this is not that movie. I'm not trying to make it seem like this is yeah. fucking the next Citizen Kane. Not in no way. This movie, I mean, in all its grace and glory, is a piece of shit. But, <laughs> but, but, I noticed little things like that. Like conviction like, already. My goodness, is, it's getting close to it. The next thing I saw, which I thought was like these two guys are like really into fucking this movie. Like they're really into this movie. If you noticed Gene Wilder, he is 
always looking they at did Richard Pryor's such lips. a good job with that like they they are very clear that like he has to be he only hears what he sees and Richard Pryor only <laughs> sees what he hears <laughs> right it, that's it and and like they're very like he you was, look at the movie poster the movie poster Gene Wilder's looking straight at the camera and Richard Pryor's looking off in the distance cuz he's supposed to be a blind person who doesn't know the exact whereabouts of everything physically around him yeah yeah so like like every time every time Gene Wilder is like talking to somebody he's only looking at their lips and, in the whole and movie audit, and real real talk like guys that is the only good thing about this movie is that it was that. <laughs> oh, come on. There were some funny moments. No, this, movie is like, this, movie is, this movie is like Abbott and Costello meets fucking Eddie Murphy. That's what it is, dude. It's just, I agree. It was who's yeah. on first right. throughout the whole yes, movie. The whole movie. Like, every chance. This is what I thought. Like, I was watching the movie. I'm like, why does this movie feel like it's like Abbott it's and Costello gag. working, like they're doing the night shift at a fucking brothel uh on stage you know what i mean like it's just it's the bluest abbott and costello you could ever find because there was a like it, some of it was funny i ain't gonna lie some of it was yes. funny there was some funny was like, okay. what? like okay. what i will okay. give you the very best one okay and it was his mugshot in the in the jail oh that that one i did chuckle i just got I annoyed like listen, the first two <laughs> I times i did chuckle at that one i didn't I even was, chuckle like the first two times i was like huh <laughs> And then, like, it just kept going and going. Yeah, and but going. in the end, they never That's, got it right. And it, that was the climax. Just it just like, got better and better. I mean, that is kind of funny that they never got it right at the end. I'll give and you that. The cop but was like, like, fuck it. I'll take it when you sleep. And you just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> but, that like, was it just the kept best going sequence. and going. They were just like they were hammering in like the same thing the, over and over and over again. But that's the beauty of who's on first though. Like the whole Johansson thing was just out of fucking control. Like I like watching the movie, I was like, that's their fucking episode name. Geriatric sexuality. That's the episode name what? for this fucking movie. <laughs> we cannot name an episode that. I'm gonna name this episode Geriatric Sexuality with Sal's vagina. That's oh, what I'm gonna talk about. Come on, we, we've already. There's we've no. Already, way. We already hit hard with Sal's vagina. I mean, like, okay, dude, that was it was perfect. I was like, that is. I wrote it down. I swear to God, I have it written down. I'll send you a fucking picture. I have it here. Where is it? Where is it? I have it here. Oh, where did I put it? It still doesn't make it a good go. idea. Geriatric sexuality. He wrote it down. He wrote it down. So it's a good idea. A. <laughs> this is just premeditated bad ideas. <laughs> it was. It was like I was like I couldn't think of a better fucking name myself. Like it was great. Like. I was um, like so. No. I I I mean like do you? But I I don't know if that's a great idea. But beyond that. <laughs> Um, we'll but thank it. you. I agree I, with you. I do Eric. want to point out there we'll was something I did laugh at. There was, and it wasn't a hard laugh. It was like a chuckle. It was like when it was when Gene Wilder uh, was uh, uh, with Joan Severance, and he was holding the gun in his, yes, in his pants. Yes, yes. He was holding a fake gun. In his <laughs> he pants, took his hand out. And he took around. his hand out of his pants, and it was still he had a boner because I think like. There's like dick humor just I it just gets me. I don't it I hits, think it's it hits funny. right. It hits right. It does. And that was like I did laugh at that, you know. So I'll give I'll give you that. But otherwise I did not find this film funny. I didn't. No. So, no. I will say that the first time I chuckled from this movie is when I watched the trailer before I picked it. 
and they show the sequence of Richard Pryor with his sister on the train when he learns that he's oh, yes. not white. I'm, I'm, I'm not white. I'm not white. I'm like, oh my okay. god. That, okay, I'm sorry. There are a couple things that did make me laugh too. That was like, but that's that was like a great Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly his humor style, and I will say that it definitely hit better in the commercial than it did in the movie, because the the movie was funny, don't get me wrong, but that camera scene, that mugshot is always going to be my favorite one. <laughs> dude, dude, so that was, was my, like, like my least favorite thing. I was like, all right, get on with it, we get it, it. Yeah, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Like it was just, and I'll do it. And the the thing with um him constantly running into doors, like it was constant. I was like, this poor man runs into. He must have a fucking. When the police, the police are just shuffling them around the building, and they let him walk into a wall because they're not guiding. (laughs) Like it's just this movie is so whacked out on so many levels. Like he, I thought it was just funny, funny just because he was like. You forget, like, I, I know Richard Pryor as a human is not blind. And so watching the movie, ever you know, you might forget that he's blind. It's just Richard Pryor walking around being funny. But then they let you, they remind you as he walks into a wall or something that he's not being helped by anybody. Nobody remembers that he's blind. They just forget about him. Yeah, dude, like, every time he's, like, around something or, like, he, like, like the scene when he's driving the car, the police car, like, oh, man, the whole, everything was just so crazy. Like, I was just like, what is going on with this fucking movie? Like, this movie was just so out of control. And then, of course, you had these two cops who were just, like, so fucking Keystone. Like, it was, they were so fucking Keystone cops. What do you mean it I was can't like shoot absurd. him? I can't shoot yeah. him? And he starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> fucking guy. He, like, he, I, I put, I put that in my notes. Like, he broke Braddock. Like, he just... Like it was just like okay. Drove him to the madhouse. Oh no, no. Okay, I can't what about shoot him. what about yeah. the hotel room? What about the hotel room? Like everybody is fucking a prostitute in that hotel. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. all are just watching. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, and they've all got their and, and the whole joke is supposed to kind of kink shame all these different folks and their different yeah. strokes, quite yeah. literally. Literally. But um <laughs> but but man, it, it was it was pretty good funny. It's like, like, like a whole ho- hotel of you know women doing work and they did not care about that they were focused on the guy who didn't do anything and the guy who didn't do anything for real like <laughs> like it was like i was like what the fuck is wrong with this thing dude like it, it was that scene like the guy was like uh oh fuck what is this are you gonna say when he tries to get the job and he interviews like three different times alone <laughs> jesus christ dude that was just insane but, uh, i'm talking to you guys. man guys, it's just, hold on dude hold on it's Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. It's just, like, I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't... I was just like, this is... I, I feel like when I was a kid, I thought it was funny. Which really which really terrifies me to go back and watch the movie The Toy. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> besides it being outrageously racist. But, like... Yes. I just remember so many funny things about that movie. And I remember thinking this movie was funny when I was a kid, too. When I was a kid, too. And now, like, watching it as an adult... As like a cognizant adult, I'm like, this is like a really dumb. It's just movie. a different era for comedy. Yeah, it's it, bad it's stuff. It that, was. It's stuff that we found comedic because it was comedic in that day and time, mm-hmm. um, and we've grown out of that, like as a, as a society almost, like the whole yeah. culture. Yeah. We I find different so. things funny now. Like we I mean, do. it was. It was, not it was, not in a racist or sexual because that all of that applies here as well, I suppose, but. 
in a very still wholesome and, and appropriate humor that could be used today pretty much entirely, right? Almost everything they said wouldn't have been really questionable today, right? I can't think of anything. Um, when I he's, when he's not white, that's kind of racy. No, I think but that that's, that's funny. That like that's, still, I think that's, that, that would still... be a joke that would hit now, I think. Because yeah. that was the only yeah. joke that I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Like, I think that we can, they, I mean, especially being a, a, a black comedian that was used racial humor, that was a big part of his humor. It makes, it hits, you know? So <laughs> I don't think, I there's. I mean, it, it reminded me of the Chappelle show. Sure. The the character that he had that was like a black KKK guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, we, I forget, something I forget his name, but yeah, that was real. That was a funny sketch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it was it, it did as far as anything. I mean, like really, most of the jokes that they had were pretty tame by like modern standards. I guess you could say, but sure. back then could have been a sure. little bit racy because there was an R rated comedy. Uh, but it was basically R rated because of just. They said fuck boobs. a lot. They said there fuck was also a lot. like boobs in it. Yeah. Eh, but the boobs, you could do something about that. But I mean, like, I've seen PG thirteen movies with boobs. I mean, it is what it is. But I don't see the I don't see very PG thirteen movies with with boobs. I think the last one I Maybe saw just, well, no. was like Titanic, but it wasn't sexual in nature. You know. Yeah. So it was just. I mean, but either way, I mean that I I think this movie was like it was whatever for its time. I mean, it made money. It made money. Like the the budget for this motion picture was forty. Was it eighteen? Actually, no, no. Sorry, sorry. The budget was eighteen million, and it made forty seven in nineteen eighty nine. Wow, yeah, that's a pretty a good, good deal. That's a good return. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, a pretty made, high budget movie too for that year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was probably because of Richard Pryor and. Gene Wilder. I mean, that's probably they probably the, yeah the ate most of that budget up. But yeah, um, they probably did. I don't but know. I mean, I mean, were people were 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 actors making that much yeah, back then? Did. I mean, that's a lot of money. They made good money back. I think they made. They weren't making twenty million dollars a film, but they probably made a couple million bucks each. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, you know, yeah, they were big names, big that. comedy yeah. names. So yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor are like they're like comedy like gangsters. legends of I mean, the they're, era. They're legends, right? dude. I mean, from everywhere from fucking was it uh silver uh, like uh silver bullet express whatever it's called uh and they also were and then you have fucking Richard Pryor and you know all his shit like the toy and everything which we all know is fucking crazy ass fucking racist but it was a hit when it came out and then you have fucking Gene Wilder who's in God knows how many Mel Brooks movies I every mean, Mel Brooks movie ever. And then he's yeah, Willy Wonka, like, and I'm not mad about it. I'm not yeah, mad about it. And Wonka. he's Willy Wonka, and he's Willy Wonka. So it's just you know, it's just like it's a lot of different things, dude. And I'm did sure you I see mean, that, they got uh, their bag. They got their bag. Did you see that? Uh, I mean, we just released the Dune episode that uh, Timothy Chalamet. I'm going to say that right. Yeah. Timote. Uh, Timote Chalamet. Chalamet. Timote uh, Chalamet. He, he uh, is going to be the new Wonka. He is. Yes. He is. He is. Yes. I He's the prequel. I think really it's prequel, want it. Right? I think so. Like how he I really want it to be Wonka. better than Johnny Depp. I, I think the problem here, guys, is that <laughs> honestly, like Gene Wilder was just such a good Wonka that it's hard to like really surpass that. Mm-hmm. Etc. Yeah, yeah. I said good. The little day. mischievous <laughs> look that he just gives when he's just like. 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He was just such like he like you don't really like it's like you know one of those once in a lifetime things where like you don't you don't recap. I feel like you just don't remake it because you, it, yeah. he nailed it. You know, there's no, there's not another need for this. I don't I think, think he'll be able to beat. beat it. I think he can beat Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. Oh, I think he can beat Johnny Depp's, but I don't yes. think he's gonna. I don't. I don't really think you can really beat Gene Wilder. I, I would just, be astounded. Yeah, I, I would be astounded. I just hope they don't make it dramatic and fucking emo Timothy Chalamet style. Timothy Chalamet style. But I mean, Timothy, that's like his thing, and he's good at. Actually, he's good I with comedy. He's done funny parts too, though. So he's good. What with, funny parts? With comedy. Um. So did you guys see Lady Bird? His character in Lady Bird was hilarious. Oh, Have no. you seen Don't Look Up? His character in Don't Look Up is very, very funny. Actually, <laughs> I do want to see that one though. Yeah, yeah very yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, ah, so he's that's got, the one where there's a meteor coming and nobody believes him. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Um, so he's 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 got chops, man. I he's think got he's chops? got some versatil- right. versatility. But we'll we'll see what what happens in Waka. I love how we're talking about everything but this movie because <laughs> there's not much substance. <laughs> this is the most casual movie ever. I okay? swear to God, like like look, the one thing I did say was okay. What was the whole thing? This was really important. This was really like I was like watching. I was like, "Why did they like the whole men's Rea scene?" Is like, "What is that? Oh my yeah. god! Like, I, what I, is that?" I was like, "I." That's another thing too. Like, and they just stretched it. All the jokes were yes. stretched, man. Yeah, for a really long time. That's why like, I feel like a lot of this had to be improv. Well, improv, man. Like you don't like. But it's, improv it's is about timing, and these guys yeah. were like good. These dudes were good, so I feel like it wasn't. I feel like this was written. Like I just don't. I have a hard time. Maybe they phoned like, it in. I mean, it's an hour and forty three minutes, so they definitely didn't. It was. It was need it to be this be. long. It did not. Right? It could have been. It could. We could have ironed. They could have cut a lot of this out, and an they did. Hour and fifteen. I think we would have had a solid flick here. Sure. Yeah. You know? Seriously. I'm, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, there, there's. I mean, like I, when I put in, like, uh, what's it called? The. Uh, I just like. The mo- the the my my happiest line in this movie was him saying "Excuse moi, Mister Hot Shit." Like, what is like that was one I wrote down. Uh, I put you know Sutherland had the '80s bad guy motif in the study was like everything, like it was all snakes. You know what? You know what everywhere. I was thinking about Sutherland? <laughs> real talk, real talk, right now. What I thought about Sutherland, I was like, I feel like Anthony Hopkins watched this when he was developing his his Hannibal Lecter character. <laughs> Because that guy was Hannibal Lecter. Like I was like, oh my god, he sounds, he moves, he looks like Hannibal Lecter. So I was like, I think that Anthony Hopkins watched this film and was like, yep, I'm going to base my Hannibal Lecter off of this guy. <laughs> am I wrong, guys? Which, you guys which guy am I thinking about? What Sutherland, the, the bad blind guy, guy the, at the, the end. Guy. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, oh, gosh. The okay, yeah, right. that guy. Did you it's watch this? Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'm just trying to. I'm like, there was only Kevin Spacey and the woman for the longest time. No, I totally blanked end, out man. about the old guy at the end who, who were they shot, shot around blindly. He like flew yes. down a, yes. like a huge mountain. He like blew, yeah. himself, blew himself through the window down a mountain. <laughs> Dude, let me ask you. Okay. All right. So did you notice? Was that a person that flew out or was it a mannequin? Because whoever f- got flown out the window and hit that rock, hit that rock really fucking hard. Um, like, it had to like, have been like a, a dummy or something like that. It was, I felt, I was like, that's, 
that's painful. I hope that wasn't a stump person because it looked like it fucking hurt. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but wild, man. <sighs> God, I totally forgot about that ending, and I just watched this, this like, yesterday. <laughs> This is yeah, I watched be the it yesterday. Too. Fucking episode ever. This is because there's the nothing to talk. This movie isn't no, good. Derek. No. You chose a very fucking bad movie. Okay, we, this movie's we, not good. I hated it. I I'm almost mad at you for having to watch it. I was like, why did you look, choose look, this? Look, look. I will fix this for you from now on. I'll just choose anime. It'll be all. Oh right. dear Derek. lord. Like dear honestly, lord. Derek. I'm about to. Can we vote? Can we vote him off the show? Can we vote him off? <laughs> Can we do that right now? <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. You do not get a rose this evening. All right. <sighs> uh, should we? Should, is it time to go to ratings? Can we like, just? Oh, no, no, no. I'm bad. Gonna, you know what? Like, I'm what do you want to talk about? As far as possible. Yeah, what are you, okay, <laughs> I'm fine with talking about it, but what is there to talk about? This movie is horrible. <laughs> all right. All right. How about this? Let's talk can, about can that. We, can we break down? Can we break down? Um, what was the actress's <sighs> name that um, uh, we were just how talking about? about just, how awesome she is! How about Jones we just talk about facts? Severance. How about we just talk facts? <laughs> Let's talk facts. Jo- Joan Severance, right? Yes, yes, fantastic looking. Um, why does her character both want to kill them and flirt with them? Because she's an '80s femme fatale, and that's fucking par for the course. Yeah, I think it's like the femme fatale thing. That's yeah, so, yeah, which I just makes don't, zero don't, sense. But you know, like, what was the point? That's a trope. I, I don't. It's a trope. It's a trope, dude. Because the femme I think fatale it was a, a crutch for writing, creating you. a character. Yeah, and I, I think it's because the femme fatale it wants to kill you and fuck you, and she might even fuck you when you're dead. So it's just one of those things, bro. On that note, should we go ratings? <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna read. You know what? I'm gonna drag this go out ahead. as much as possible. Go ahead. Let's, what are we talking about? You Everyone, you can fu- tune out now. Let's hear some fucking trivia, shall we? So, Gene Wilder, during the before the Familiars movie, he actually went to the New York League for hard of hearing to study for the role, and uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, Richard Pryor actually went to the Braille Institute, which he mentioned in the movie. You know, to learn how to use a cane. Okay, and can we? Which he didn't use out? throughout the whole film. No, which he did he, not the, use. just that open scene. I think they briefly feature. Is that okay? I don't know that. Just saying that really clarifies how difficult that would be, right? Gene Wilder, for example, needs to portray a deaf man, and he can hear if he goes anywhere where there is a congregation of folks who are deaf. How are you going to communicate with them? That's that's effectively like going somewhere you don't speak the language at all. The language so, barrier to so learn. What you're telling me is is that you think that you, if you went to a school of deaf or whatever it is, you wouldn't be able to communicate with any of the people in there. I'm saying that it would not be easy and would take lots of commitment it's possible. to do so. It is fully possible. Why do I know? Yeah, I but have, if he studied, I have deaf people in my family, and we communicate just perfectly fine. So I'm just yeah. Like, but if <laughs> he, but my my point is, if he went there to study, that's the equivalent of trying to at least casually pick up a new language, right? I I don't think he went there to learn sign language he went there to understand Study. what they go through is yes. studying like dealing with lip reading do i think know, that's you, what it was do you know do you know how long it takes to, to trying to, to give them some language? credit here okay no 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 no, no. They, they give him credit for but he's not going to spend five years he's not going like, to learn spend sign years. language 
Yeah. He's going to do as little as possible. He's going to learn, you know, thank you, all that kind of shit, hey, all that stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, he's not going to go nuts in regards to all that stuff happening. But Maybe I wanted to give him some credit. I'm sorry. Give me another trivia point. Go ahead. Okay, so um, this one was something that I saw in the movie that was something that I was just like, I couldn't really... I, what the hell? Jesus, what are you doing, Eric? You He's, shuffling around rocks? God. Jesus. I, I, Homeboy Eric, just shuffling around I, rocks or some Eric, shit. Really oh my gosh, I wasn't on mute. Shit. I wasn't on mute. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> I had to blow my no, nose you so weren't. bad. Like I said, I had the sinus infection. <laughs> my bad, guys. I thought I was on mute. I got up to get a tissue. <laughs> That's fucking oh, standing in the show, dude. Don't fucking perfect. edit that shit out. <laughs> God, carry right. on. I'll leave it. I'll leave right, it. So, okay, I'm human. I'll yeah. leave it. So here we go. Here we go. So here's something that I noticed in the movie that I didn't really think about it or write down about it. But did you guys notice that shit on fucking Kevin Spacey's cheek? Why yeah, was what it was there? That? If they never going to bring it up or mention yeah. it or so. So okay, in his left cheek, he had a cyst, like a legit cyst, on his face. He just filmed the movie that way, and it was a real cyst that needed to be removed in a surgical procedure. So he actually had a cyst on his face, and he actually—he's—I I, I don't know—it's kind oh, of so, doing his thing, I guess. But so they kept it, so it was real. It was real. I was wondering, like, what is that thing? And they don't address it at all. It's <laughs> interesting. They don't address it, and it's just on his face. I'm like. I was like, that, that's why It was they- the equivalent of like a Bond villain having some kind of weird birthmark or something. Yeah, yeah or a scar or something. But I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, now I'm reading here. I was like, it was an actual cyst on his face. And that's how we're going to end the talk about this movie with fucking oh, Kevin Spacey's that's- cyst. Why not? Sure. <laughs> More par for the course. <laughs> All right. So yeah, it's let's. A bad uh, movie. This is like, we only talked about it, it for 30 a, minutes because it it's not, bad. It's a bad movie. All right. I think we'd spoke about In the Army Now more. I would have rather seen In the Army Now again. it was a good movie. No, not really. I didn't say great. I didn't say phenomenal. I didn't say pivotal how, or influential. It was just a good movie. How this movie got 6.8 on IMDb is fucking wild. Me. That's wild. <laughs> what is the... I want to know what the rotten score is. What is it's the rotten bad. score in this fucking It's movie? bad. I think it's like a 23. Really? You checked? I think yeah, I think it was where I streamed it. It showed the the score. And here I debated on actually picking like Stir Crazy <laughs> or Silver Streak or any of the other you know prior Wilder movies, and I regret it. Twenty eight percent. Yeah, it's bad. I believe it. It's but bad. the audience score is seventy two, which makes zero it's a sense. Nostalgia thing. Zero sense. Zero. Fucking Dragnet's better. You should have picked Dragnet, dude. Mm, <laughs> it's too late now. We gotta rate this one. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and rate this movie. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with just for the simple fact that it made me chuckle a few times. I'll give it a four. Okay. Boom. All That's right. a very, That's very gracious rating because I'm giving this bitch. <laughs> It's getting a 3.1. I was angry that I wasted an hour and 42 minutes of my day. My wife asked me this morning. She was like, my wife. Yeah, exactly. My wife asked me this morning. She's like, so how was it? I was like, it was a pile of shit. 
I hated it. And I'm mad at Derek. <laughs> I wish I wish we weren't friends. That's what I said. I, said, I wish that me and Derek weren't friends. <laughs> oh, oh you're my the worst. god! Oh my god! I wish that I didn't know this person. <laughs> I wish we never met. It's the it's worst not that thing I hate him. It's <laughs> that I, find, I, I wish that I knew less of his existence. The, the worst. The worst day of my life was when Derek entered it. Okay. <laughs> I remember that fateful day at shenanigans. It was beautiful at the time, but now in retrospect, it was the worst thing that oh, ever happened to Jesus me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. What'd you give it? A 3.1? 3. 3.1, 3. oh, dude. 3.1. Oh, All right, well, I'm going to upset everyone to no one's surprise. Uh, How well the movie was made. Not a lot of really uh, glaring... Uh, positives here um so i'm just gonna no. say a two out of five dude that's a very <laughs> gracious score again this film is not made well it's not that's, a good looking just, film is that just half of your thing did you give it a four uh, what no, no gabe, you gave the rest of it a five i'll punch you right through i will punch my computer <laughs> how, how how much i enjoyed the movie is a 2.3 so a so 4.3 is what i'm giving it all right all right all right oh I mean, it's a little uh, high, guys. That's all I'm saying. It's just a little high. <laughs> this is the most casual comedy movie I think I've ever seen. There aren't a lot of glaring problems, but there's also nothing to be proud of. <laughs> okay. This is true. This is very this is passable true. grade. This is the, the one thing that you can say about this movie is that there's. It is a movie. It is a movie. <laughs> this, is like the greatest. <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> This it's on film stock. The, yeah, yeah. The one it was shot on say- celluloid. That's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> this film was shot on celluloid. Is a, it is what, a motion, motion picture. What, motion what picture is, with audio. One, is of what this things, is. one of the things you can say about this movie is it's that a talkie. <laughs> really? <laughs> We watched ourselves a talkie, guys. <laughs> Dude, I almost just spit beer across the whole desk. <laughs> oh, God. What, what, I talkie. Say, what I was going to say is that, that really no decisions were made in this motion picture. Like Zero. Zero <laughs> decisions you can were think, made. You know, sometimes we talk about the director's decisions. Oh, Arthur Hiller, I think, was just like, fuck it. Just go, guys. Honestly, gonna, his, his decision was, we're filming today. <laughs> I'm going like, to tell, tell you guys when to go. This go. was the most... Gene Wilder, like, Richard Pryor, just go over there and, and do something. Go over there. I feel like it was the most efficient set of all time because <laughs> everything was one take. There was nothing more than one take. The whole film was shot in one take. They had three like, hour days and they were done. <sighs> Three hour days Arthur, every day. They Arthur, shot this film in two weeks. Three hour days. <laughs> Arthur Hiller probably said, to, like, for your talkies, like, hey, fellas, we're making a talkie today. Let's go. <laughs> Honestly, you dude, they're like, $3 million. All right, I'm there. It. No, I feel like they gave Arthur Miller a, a Hiller a bonus. They were like, listen, if you, if you can finish this film before... You know, before the date, before Thursday, uh, two months. If, uh, if before, it's Monday today. If you can finish before Thursday, we'll give you a, a million dollar bonus. He's like, we're gonna finish this film today. That's what we're gonna do. Monday, we're gonna finish this on Monday today. Vacation home oh in Belize, you say? 
Oh my I'm god! I'm here by Wednesday. <laughs> god, he probably was like, they were like, they were like, listen, you have 30 days to make this film. Really? That long? Shit! I can make this shit in two days. He's like, I Let's don't need go. 30 days. I don't need 30 days. Get out of here! I need. I'll be I need back in three hours. weeks to pick up the camera. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll be back. Hours. I'll be. I'm like, I'll be. I'll be, I'll be back. On Tuesday, see you. Yeah, later, there you bro. go, right there. We got gonna, this. Well, I'll be back on Tuesday <sighs> with a fully edited, uh, fucking sound-based fucking flick. It's yeah, there. dude. Right. Dude, oh, they dude. they probably cut this film in about oh, I'd say a full week. It took them maybe maybe a little less than a week. I'll say seven six, six days. They did it in six days. The, the editor, the editor of the movie was probably like, oh god. The editor of the movie was probably like, Arthur, what do you think of this? Go with it, uh, Arthur. He's running. Sure, the sounds doors. great. He's running into doors. I think it looks amazing. Just go with it. Like, I don't even know. Like... I don't know who the editor was, but I bet you whoever the editor was, like let's say I'm it was someone. It. Yeah, let's say it, it was someone of clout. They were probably they were probably like, listen, Arthur, I I cannot <laughs> polish this turn. I can't. So let's just let's just go with oh, God with shit. this one, buddy. Edit, editing. Who edited this? Yeah, and let's I look at his. Let's see his IMDb too. See what else? What other credits he's got? Hold on, let me just find him. This is what this has come down to with this, this episode: is... is that we're talking about <laughs> what the editor of this film has cut besides oh, this movie. This music editor. Hold on, hold on, dude. Hold on, hold on. I gotta find him first. I this mean, is this something... is not hard. We have the the internet at our fingertips, bro. I'm gonna know, find I'm it in right IMDb now. now. Here's a sound editor, Foley editor. Okay, here it is. The editorial department existed as Leslie Jones and Robert Waltzer. Oh, film editing. No, no. Film editing was Robert C. Jones. Hold on. Let me see who he is. Yeah, Robert C. Jones. Guys, how did I find this right now? I, I see his full filmography right here. He did It's a Mad Give it to mad, us, mad, Mr. Mad Fancy. No, he did. Oh, my God. Look at this thing. I'm reading his shit now. He was. He did uh, Ship of Fools. Uh, guess Who's Coming to Dinner. The Babe. Uh, Days of Thunder. Babe. Yeah. Uh, fucking. What Heaven else? Can Heaven wait. Can Wait. Uh, Shampoo. Shampoo, yeah. Uh, Love Affair in the 90s with Warren Beatty. He did a lot of Warren Beatty flicks. Man of La Mancha. Was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got like. He did Love Story, too, so he's worked with Hiller before. Yeah. I mean, like, also- the guy's got got some like decent decent credits here. Guess who's coming for, to dinner is a, a huge one. Yeah, that's a huge one, dude. That's fucking that's Sydney Poitier right there, dude. I mean, listen. Does he have any? Did he win anything? No, he has he has no awards that he's won. He never won an award. He got he but- got nominated for film editing for that. For oh wait, an wait Oscar. hold on. He didn't win. You no, know, he's won, he he won one Oscar for what? Love story. He won an Oscar for no for for uh dude, he won an Oscar for writing. He did? Yeah, he won an Oscar for a movie called Coming Home. What year? 1979. Interesting. And he was nominated three times for Bound for Glory. Guess who's coming for dinner? Oh shit. And he was part of the editing crew for It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. This is this is where we're at with your fucking pick, Derek. I'm yeah. talking about the editor. We've already rated it. We could have just moved on. <laughs> but we couldn't because you know why? I want to fucking stab you with this fucking movie. Like, I want to take I'll this be movie. back next time with an anime. Okay. I'm oh, telling God, you. Oh, God. If you do, Derek, I swear. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm going to quit. If you pick an anime, I'm going to quit. I promise you. <sighs> it's a promise. Everyone, yeah. just be prepared. That'll be Eric's last episode. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the episode. I'm going to quit when you pick the anime. I'm not doing it. Okay. Oh, I'll right, introduce right, you to so... the uh, Eve live action anime that's coming soon. Oh, dear Lord. We didn't talk about it. It's funny. 
Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, anyways, I'm gonna top go shelf? ahead and uh, top. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, top shelf. Let's do top. Let's do our top shelves. Um, can I go? Go. Please do. I have a few options, but I'm gonna tell you one that I just saw last night, dude, and it was fucking hilarious. Is the Pixar movie Turning Red? Oh yeah, I heard about this. Uh, is it any dude, good? Dude, it is fucking great. I haven't it's even heard so of it. So good. What is this? Right, the so newest one? It's only been out like a week one. or two now. Okay. Yeah, it came out. It came out actually on Friday. Like it just came out on Friday. There you go. So um, on Disney Plus. So the whole the whole premise of the movie. Did you have is to pay that, extra to watch it? No, 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 no. no. It was free included in. Okay. It was included, All yeah, right. It's free now I can Plus. move on thing. Okay. Cool. It's not the it's not the the, the thing they have in Disney Plus. Which, by the way, I got. I, I, if you update your Disney Plus, you have to put that code in to get uh, adult content now, a more adult fare. Which, what's now, it's happening, so you can get. I know you don't want to watch it there, Eric, but it's so you can get those Netflix Marvel shows. But it's now you put that code, you put your passcode in, your pin code, mm-hmm. and now because Disney's going to start putting more adult content on Disney Plus because they were for- limiting it to what PG thirteen before. PG thirteen before or and TV fourteen every- if it was TV. Now they can add more content as long mm. as you are listed and have your account set up, your profile set up to receive adult I'll content. I have to switch mine over. You have to update it when you go in the next time. You have to update it. Go on your go on your phone and do the whole thing. But All either right. way, but turning red is a motion picture. Basically, it's about a girl going through you know like puberty almost. It's a kind of a, a thing about just you. As a child, as a teenager, going through changes, you know, in your life, and you're also your changes in your relationship with your parents at that point, and your friends, and it takes place like in 2002. That's when the movie takes place in like Toronto, but it's very funny because it reminds me of like that time. One when I was 13, because I was 13 to 2002, but I'm just saying like when I was 13, I, I I definitely like not as a girl, but I definitely kind of like thought it was something that I, I, I could definitely identify with because as a teenager, you're going through all these different weird changes and shit happens and you get fucking, you know, your parents don't understand you, that whole thing, which is mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. commonplace in movies. But it was just hilarious on so many levels. And they had a lot of different things. Like they had like a lot of stuff on inclusivity. Like they had a lot of things on like, you know, kids that, you know, don't know who they are and they're they're probably gay, but you don't really know. They don't really go overtly on it, but you can kind of see how kids change and things of that nature. And a lot of people are like upset. as they discover themselves or decide yeah, to that kind of thing. That and, kind of okay. thing. And so, like right now, it's getting a lot of heat, especially from the religious right, because one, this family, my uh, day, we didn't do that. Oh, there's that. But the other thing is that this family is they're Chinese. Um, and they run a temple, so the religious right sees it as idolatry, mm. as Satanism. Wait, they run like, like what kind of like a like what kind of temple? Like like a like a it's it's like a, a temple. Buddhist temple kind like of like a Buddhist, a Buddhist yeah. temple, and it has like where you, but it's a temple where you don't just you don't just pray to Buddha, you basically pray to your ancestors, kind of thing. It's one of those things. So there's a character that represents a giant demographic of society. Mm-hmm. And someone is upset about that. I know, I mean, right? To say that we're gonna, gosh. But dude, the writing is fantastic. <laughs> Come on, the, 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 the voice acting is great. The kids, the kids that the girls that play the kids, like her friends, are hilarious. The personalities are so on point. Like I can actually think, I can actually think of personalities of the friends, and I can actually tell you who my friend, who I was. In oh, my like you can see them in, in your the circle. Kids that are there. 
in my circle. Like it's totally. I was. If you watch the movie, I was Abby in the movie. Mm. I was the Abby girl where I was like the loud, obnoxious, somewhat rude friend that said whack shit all the time. Not different now. Still, but that, still way, that guy. As a teenager. <laughs> yeah. As a teenager though. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, it was funny. Like anybody can really resonate with the movie and it was a really good movie. I ain't gonna lie. I laughed. My wife laughed. My kids laughed. Mm, I'm you know? interested. It was good. It was worth the time. It was worth the time. I hope it's um I hope that it doesn't become one kind of overshadowed uh, overshadowed by Encanto, which is still very popular right now. No, no, yeah. As well as uh overlooked like uh I I one movie I really enjoyed that um I don't Luca? think No, I th- I think it was very uh underrated. Um Big Hero 6 um well i really Pixar's enjoyed upset. that one pixar's upset they really wanted this to be released theatrically mm. and disney decided to set it up put it on disney plus just they gave it the, the luca treatment right which luca was kind of like in the middle of the pandemic kind of well yeah so, the, the, it it, <sighs> it they decided it's to one of those films that they can kind of throw movie. away i think and they didn't have the, high hopes for it wait they did that then, to big hero six no, 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 was no, like, no, Big no, Hero no, 6, no. I thought that was a big... I like, that was really a hit. like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good movie. That I thought was it was a, a great movie. Yeah, it's and a really good one. No, You're probably was... the first people I've ever heard that even know what it is or oh, enjoy no, it. No, dude, no, oh, no. I love the dude. It was packed in the theaters. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when I went to go see the movie in the theaters, it was packed. So don't worry about that. People know Big Hero 6. I mean, it fucking won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, too. So it's it's legit. It was a good movie. I don't, know, I don't know if it deserved that kind of... I mean, I don't yeah, know what did. else was in that year, but it's definitely a great movie. It did. Like, this year is Mitchell's versus Machines, no doubt, I think should win. If they don't win, it's fucking travesty. But, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I think it was a little underhyped. But but the as far as this movie is concerned... Pixar was really upset. They understood with Luca, but they were still upset with Luca. But mm-hmm. with this one, they were like, people are going to the theaters. Let's release it in the theaters. This was like, nah, we're going to throw it on, on Disney+. Plus Because they just print money with it. Yeah. They're still making money. They're realizing. But it was. It's, it's a huge shift. Time. It's a huge it's, shift. It's worth your time, guys. Watch the movie. Cool. Okay. Appreciate okay. it. Go ahead, Derek. You can go. With your 14 okay. um, options that you bring to the table. I've only got one, and I'm going to be quick with it because I'm not going to even tell you what it's about. There is an anime that is still, as of uh, today's yep. date, Don't even care. that's perfect. Still airing, uh, still new episodes, and it's called My Dress Up Darling. Check it out. <laughs> oh, if you guys can see Derek's face, it's completely straight. He's so upset. <laughs> I love you, Derek. Oh. Now, what is that? Honestly, okay, now, now, okay, I'm kidding, but what is it about, though? <laughs> is it? Is it like? Is it like? Uh, is it like about cross dressing? No. Is it? But is, I mean, is it some weird kinky shit that they do in Japan? Uh, no, if anything, most of the concepts are more popular here in the West. Oh, okay. But, but what, why is it called My Dress Up Darling? Why is it called that? Could you tell so us about recently, the stupid pick, man? Come on. Do you want to know? Do you Just want to talk. hear about this anime, I, I, Eric? Dude, tell me. You, do you want to hear it? Fuck with Tomas wants to. 
We fuck with each other two and a half hours of every fucking episode, and now you're mad because fucking you say five seconds. Yeah, seriously, Derek. Grow up, okay, bro. Grow up. <laughs> Come on, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Talk to me about it. Talk to me. Okay, so shelf, so it deserves the time. Go. This show is called My Dress Up Darling. I have recently taken a liking to more casual shows, things that are not superheroes or superpowers or science or crime or drama or any of that just very lighthearted day-to-day they call them slice of life animes um and it is about these two high school kids that don't really have much in common and befriend each other and have just comedic onslaught stories that they just go through and very casual show it's, i think there's only 10 or 11 episodes out right now very light watching very comedic a little bit of um you know teenage i don't know how to act around the opposite sex sometimes because I'm nervous or whatever. Oh, so it's lighthearted, like, simple like show. Coming of age kind of thing. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, there's yeah. You got your guy character who's totally content in his little world and his little niche hobby and doesn't really want to mix with popular people or anybody else or you know party or whatever at kids his age. And then you got another girl who wants to. Uh, the the dress up darling aspect comes from her wanting to get into cosplay and she's never done that. She doesn't know anything about it, but she thinks it'd be cool and just strike up an unlikely friendship. Yeah. My dress up darling. Check it out. So it's like the boring version of turning red, you know, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Eric, what stupid drama shit are you going to give us? (laughs) I'm not going to feel feel something. Apparently you're going to feel real bad when I say it, because it's not a stupid drama shit. It's real life, buddy. Is it actually okay. good? Is it actually good? It Is was it good. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's live action because I don't watch just anime. That's not all I watch with my life. It's just anime. <laughs> just got so. done watching Gene Wilder run around. So no, might as well guy. Been, might as well have been anime. <laughs> uh, he would have cared just a little bit less. Yeah, it was just like a very smidgen less. Um, so I watched a documentary series that Showtime put out, uh, I guess earlier, I didn't even know about it. It just randomly popped up on like a news feed somewhere. Um, and it's called, we need to talk about Cosby and it's a four. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Did you watch it? It was amazing. It's wildly good. And it's, it's sad, but wildly good. You know, like, um, yeah, just so much information, about like that I didn't know about the about all that stuff that went down. I mean, I, I, I of course I Bro. went hard when it first went down and like like read a lot of stuff. But like this kind of this brought in like you know people that had real you know rough run-ins with him during that time, and just put some things into perspective that was enlightening okay. but disturbing. Okay. Okay. So. For example, and I'm going to take your spot right here. Dude. No, you're fine. Ex- we can talk about the it. The example was, the craziest thing was that, Derek, did you ever watch the Cosby show? I mean, you were too little, but did you ever watch the Cosby show? Of course I watched show? the Cosby show. Okay. It was on what all the did, time. What, what, did, what did Dr. Huxtable do for a living? What do you think he did for a living? What was his job? Wasn't he like some sort of counselor or something no, like that? No, he was a doctor. He was a doctor. Was but you know what? He was a fucking gynecologist, yeah. dude. Oh, I never, I, I just assumed he was some sort of like 
psych doctor or therapist doctor. No, I thought like in my that. head, I, thought, I was like, wasn't he a dentist? But then I'm like, after watching the show, I'm like, fucking shit. He was a gynecologist. On top of that, there's a scene with a barbecue. Did that scene was like blew my fucking mind. Yeah, dude. He put this stuff throughout. He peppered things throughout all of his performances. Not about Spanish show. fly. Spanish and fly. Like, Oh god, dude! About like 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 hypno, oh god, date dude. date rape shit. Like he put all this kind of shit in his like his comedy. Like he had this whole conversation. It's it's on TV with Alan King about Spanish Fly, about how Spanish Fly was the most amazing thing he'd ever had. What, what is of. okay? I've never heard of Spanish Fly. Is that a drug or something? You guys, you're so young. Okay, so Spanish Fly is like was kind of like a, a, a like an old. It's like the old timey version of like Rohypnol. It's basically oh, okay. what it was. Okay, date rape drug. It, gotcha. It was a date rape drug. So you you basically uh, put it. You made a drink. It was Spanish Fly, and it basically made the girls horny, and you be able to have sex with them. That's what they call the Spanish Fly. And hmm. it was. It, but it's an old thing. Like it's something that like was like like turn of the century fucking like towny shit, dude. Like it was like real like in the ghetto or even like in like real like urban like areas, rural urban areas. In real urban areas, like they knew of it, you always knew about Spanish fly and shit. But like, it's what it was, it's state rape and stuff. It was, and so, it's really interesting too because they had, so they had this guy. I forget his first name. Uh, this guy Hamilton, and he's got a great show on Vice called Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. Oh yeah, and that dude. He, he's a genius. He just studies. He's a chemist. psychoactive drugs. That's like his yeah. thing, and he also mm-hmm. like uses them to understand like how they work. Sure, but he sure. went into like what Spanish Fly was too. Like he went into like the logistics of all the drugs and the drugs that he that Cosby used too, which was just, it, it, uh, dude, it was disarming because like I don't know, man. Like he, I grew up watching this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up did. wishing that I had a dad like that. You know, mm, yeah, and that put that facade on, yeah, to, to to everybody, like this entire generation. Yep, and I was just watching the show, like this guy, like fuck this guy, man. Like I was really, really upset. Like it made me upset. It made me feel a lot of things, you know. And most of it was anger. You, you know, meet your heroes, dude. Dude, there yeah. was a, there was a scene that they For showed real. a few times, which was a barbecue scene. And it was, everybody was like real lovey-dovey. And Claire Huxtable is talking to Cliff. And he's like, yeah, everybody loves my barbecue sauce. And she's like, why? He's like, don't you see? Haven't you ever noticed how my, my barbecue, every time we have barbecue and I make my barbecue sauce, everyone goes home really happy? And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's because my barbecue sauce is very special. And I'm like, what the fuck? Drugging the whole party. <laughs> yeah, dude. And everybody is like super lovey dovey. Like all his kids, all his kids with their significant others are like super lovey dovey. I mean, like, is there is there a chance that there was a 70s and 80s subgenre or 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 demographic no, not that on was well to do? Not, not on, on TV, TV. Not on TV. The same way that there've always been, you know, some type of swingers or you know people who have no. an alternative lifestyle or whatever. Dude, TV back then was so clear cut, dude. Clean cut, white. You know, didn't I'm talking really about outside of work. Like what? 
Like in the fucking porn industry and shit? Or what no, about? like maybe all these folks just like going to barbecues and getting high together in I real life. Because so, he handled every aspect of the show, dude. Like he handled all like mm-hmm. he handled all the episodes. Like he his yeah, hands he had a lot of control. Yeah, his hands were on every his fingers and hands were in every single pot when it came to the mo- the show, dude. Everything mm-hmm. was handled by dude, him. Dude, he was also like just like a full on bully, dude. He was like Yeah, dude. Not a good dude. So it was like 60 plus women came forward. Most of them, of course, didn't share their names or release their identities. But 60 plus women came forward. But dude, that's 60 plus. That he harassed. No, he didn't harass them. He He raped them. them. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's even worse. Dude, he said he assaulted them. Let's just say he assaulted them. Maybe he didn't go all the way, but he assaulted them. Okay. But that's just 60 women over the span of 50 years i mean dude, how many people did did, did not, come, not forward? come forward that don't remember that are too distraught or damaged or exactly that's so unconfident like, or, and what you just said to is is the part that is really disturbing to me because there was women that were on this documentary that were like had an encounter with him they thought that they were just drunk and they woke up like on his couch and they were embarrassed. They thought they just got super embarrassed. Yeah. And he totally like victim, like shamed them, like victim shamed them. And like, and, and they thought like they didn't even think that they weren't even sure what happened. They didn't even think that they did yeah. get raped and they did. And they were really embarrassed. And he was like, Oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. No, no problem. You, you know, drank you just too not much. really drank. You just drank a little too much. And then they, went back again and hung out with them. And then they realized like on the second and third time. So this happened multiple times to multiple women. It's oh, not just dude. like something yeah, that dude. he did once and went to the next one. And and like, and like the thing that, that really comes up in this, and I've read about this before is that like, when you have people like that, that are such a predator dude, you can basically say, okay, so they had this many people come forward. You can multiply that by at least three. And that's really the closest number you can get to what, who who was really like like how many people were really affected by him in a assaulted kind of way? So I would have to say that he's probably assaulted almost two hundred women over the span of fifty years, which I, I don't mean, think he's had is, a widespread career. Which and I don't think is I, I, I like too much out of the fact. I mean, do you think? I do you agree with me? Uh, I mean, I, I think it's definitely. I don't know what the number is, but it's. I think it's more than sixty. I think it's a oh, lot yeah. more than sixty. Absolutely, which it oh, wouldn't yeah. shock me if that number that you're saying is right because yeah. There's this is people so, that don't want to come over. There's that don't want to come forward, which I get it. I'm not judging anyone who doesn't want to come forward. And then the sad thing about this too is that he was Bill Cosby, and he could have probably gone out and gotten laid anytime he wanted to. But he, yeah, sure, he liked to have sex with women against their will that were passed out. Like mm-hmm. that's so power thing. That's so power fucked thing. on so many ways. Yeah. In so many ways that like. I don't know, man. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't want to understand it. And it it's was- hard to accept with the public uh, pers- the public perspective that he paints for everyone to see. Um, this kind of reminds me, I, w- I was reading an article maybe a week ago. There's a drug lord in South America that has been captured and and detained and so forth. And they found him and he was the last person anyone expected because he'd moved into this community and started all these philanthropic 
pursuits for the community to uplift the town and educate the children and all of these different things. And he was prominent player. He'd been invited to and had dinner with like the local governor and the mayor and blah, 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 all these places. He'd, he'd run from the country. He had his drug Lord business in, uh, fled that country, went to this new place and started as an entirely new person, just restarted his life and started trying to, you could say, make amends with his past crimes or sins or whatever. And how somebody can be so evil and put on such a pretty face to the public eye and be skating by. But no one one expected it. It wasn't even that dude. So many people knew about it too. In this show, you you find out that his handlers knew about it. His producers knew about it. Like it Everyone wasn't knew just, nobody did anything. They're all and complacent. Nobody did because they were they were cashing that check, bro. Yep. <laughs> They're cashing that Cosby check because it was just too much. It was so much money. It's bad, dude. It's, it's a it's, rough blow. And I think uh, here, Eric, I, you probably should be the person saying this, but I feel that this is <laughs> not the uh, prominent example of a black man that young black people should grow up watching and now have to, I don't know, uh, to, to understand that somebody you probably looked up to one of the few black people on TV did this. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. And and that's, that's part of the reason too, that, that bothers me. And then there's the racial factor is unfortunately there. And the part that really bothers me is that I know that there, and and I would be very, very shocked if this wasn't true, but I know that there's groups of people out there that are like, nope, typical, you know, yeah. I'm talking oh, about white groups on. of people, that, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that, yeah, no, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, oh, this is so typical. That makes sense to me, you know? Yeah. When no, it doesn't. And, and I <sighs> know far you got too another many, outlier and you're, you're making this person, Yep. The blanket yep. uh, uh, poster child of it the is, entire demographic. Typ- for, yep. for him, it'd be typical, but if it was some some famous white dude, they'd be like, oh, he's just... He's oh, just we're not all like that. It's her fault. It's her fault. You know, yep. then the victim shamer. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's their fault. Like, he didn't do that. Why, how would he do that? Why would he do that? He has so much money. Why would he do that? He can find any woman he wants. He's yep. married. Like, with Cosby, you could totally, like, change Cosby to a white dude, and it would be like... He's married. He has five kids. Why would he do that? He has his wife. There's no he, way he would do no this. Blah, blah. He's full. He's so loving. And then with him, he's like, oh, I see. I totally see him. It's funny, too, because what you're saying right now, they kind of talked about that in the show. And they were said that the black they did. community, they did. the black community was kind of like, nah, nah, no, this didn't happen. We're not because the black community has been dealing with stuff like this forever. It's like being yeah. pinned for things that are not necessarily true. I get that, yeah. But sure. unfortunately, sure. this one was, this is, you know, yeah. and they were they had like so many uh, awesome like that lady people at the of house. Color. Yeah, there's so many like people that. of color that are on this <laughs> this this documentary. Jamel Hill. Like, nah. Jamel Hill. I love Jamel Hill. Yeah, they're like, nah, I he didn't Jamel do it. Hill. He didn't do it until they really started realizing some of the stories that were coming out. And they're like, oh shit, dude. You know who my favorite guy person was on that show was that guy who's the PhD. And he was like, "Oh, crashing. that was such a great story. That was such a not great. It was just like shocking." Yeah, he was he was awesome, and I love how he just like trashed Bill Cosby's PhD. He's like, "That ain't a fucking PhD. He didn't study for that shit." Like, yep. like, it was I like an for honorary. My shit. Yeah, it's an honorary <laughs> PhD. 
You're like, he didn't do shit for that. I went to school for six years. Yep. I went to school. It's just, <laughs> he didn't do shit for his. It's just really interesting that he had so much to say about other people. Like Bill Cosby just like they and, and it's funny too when they when they were going into him, he did he had a lot of judgment towards a lot of other African American comedians. Yeah. And I remembered specifically they showed a clip of Eddie Murphy's, I think it was Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember that in Eddie Murphy Raw because I was like, that was really funny to me. But he <laughs> oh, said the that. Money and the yeah, yeah, he said that. <laughs> Eddie Murphy said that he called him and was like, hey, why are you, you yeah. don't need to be doing all that cursing and having all that that stuff. And he said when he got what the, the call. From, <laughs> when he got the call from Bill Cosby, he was super psyched because this is somebody that he grew up like loving. And then Bill mm-hmm. Cosby's just judging his whole ass. Chat on him. Yeah, and then he's like, remember saying he said it like he, he said to him like, you know, whatever, go fuck yourself. And then yeah. he called Richard Pryor and was like, "Hey, Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby just called me and told me this." And Richard, he said, "Richard Pryor was like, oh, tell that Bill I gotta go fuck himself. Fuck that guy." <laughs> 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 it was really, really funny. So. It was great, but I mean, he was, was he'd do that. He was judging yeah. his own community a lot in a lot of yeah. different weird ways. And meanwhile. You're just a serious piece of shit. Like, how dare you call out anybody for the language they use? And you're date raping large amounts of women. Like, you have some balls on you, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was wild. I feel like Bill Cosby had he had painted the persona of the 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 next. I don't know if he was before or after. Now that I think about it, Mister Rogers. And you see the dark alternative to his private life. God, dude. It's just, it was one of those things like, I grew up with fucking picture pages, bro. Yeah, me too. I love picture pages. I love Fat Albert. You know, I love the Cosby show. It was just, it was one of those things where I was just like, I remember being at the gym in Houston at the Y and I was like, what the fuck? When it all broke and I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was just like. I was like, Jesus Dude, Christ. So I got to tell like, you guys a really ridiculously weird story, but also funny. So I I always like have really liked birds a lot. Like I had a couple pet birds growing up. And when I first got married, this was like 10 years ago. Uh, oh, no, no. 12 years ago. Uh, I think it was like a couple Ooh, months being married. Careful. There was a, yeah, I know. <laughs> there was a bird fair here in my town. <laughs> Oh and my, my wife gosh. told me, okay. and my wife told me about it. She's like, "Yo, there's a bird fair here," and I was like, "We gotta go." So we went. <laughs> and I bought a bird. Okay, I bought I bought a cockatiel, and I named okay. him Bill. His name was Bill Cosby. That was the name of my cockatiel. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! But unfortunately for Bill Cosby, I had to my bird. Um, we I was too busy with school and film and stuff like that, and. I they were it was like they were like people birds like he was hand fed I taught him how to speak yeah. he could say pretty bird he could say, he could whistle happy birthday like I spent a lot of time with him when I first got him but then I got busy with life and they're social and I felt bad because there was a lot of time where like I didn't get to take him out of the cage for like days at a time sure, so sure. Uh, Reba my wife being a teacher she said one day one of her students came in and this was probably this is before all that stuff broke with Cosby came in and her, he was hysterical or she was hysterical crying and Reba was like, what happened? And she's like, my bird died. And she was like, oh, wow. So she came home and she's like, I think we should give this girl Bill Cosby because she was so <laughs> bent out of shape 
and that's, he needs oh my God. he needs a yeah, home. That's because this conversation is the weirdest, the weirdest statement ever. I know. I think I we know. need to give this girl Bill Cosby. I know. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I think you're right. So I send her home with Bill Cosby. Yeah, I was like, we we do, we probably do. And she's like, their family's great. I think that they'll take care. Of it. Like, we should offer him up, and we did. And the family loves him. He's still alive. Bill Cosby's still doing it. Dude, best dude, they're, friends they're with great the dogs. Yeah, yeah. They live forever. You know, so like they I, do. I, they do. I was I I gave Bill Cosby away to to a young fourth grader at the time, and now she's probably oh, in college. Like, wow, my bird's name is Bill Cosby. This is great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Change his name. <laughs> and they said she said that they just called him Bill. I was like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah, much better, much yeah. better. Oh fuck! All right, well that's that, that's awesome. That's, yeah, yeah, but Derek, watch it. Watch you should it watch it, Derek. It. It's it's, it's wild. It. It's worth it. I'll yeah, check it out. I'll take it, it. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about um, my pick. I guess it's my pick, right? Guys, I want to point out that this uh, that so far we're a, we're an hour and fifteen minutes in, and we might have talked about th- the movie for five to ten minutes. Twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. Twenty yeah. minutes. Twenty minutes. He said yeah. talky. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I'm, I'm proud of myself. That, one. that was a good one. That was a good. One. That I I may make that the name of the episode. I think oh, that that would be a good. This is a talky. Yeah. This is a talkie about geriatric sexuality. Oh, so, God. Uh, <laughs> on. you always tease. Yes. Give yes. me it. What is the pick? All right. So, I I have so many ideas. I was thinking, should we go with something more modern? Should I go back to the 90s and pick something from there? And I was like, you know what? It's been a while. And I know that this is one of Derek's favorite movies. So, oh, no. Because you've picked such a shitty fucking movie. I think I'm going to try and redeem you, Derek. I'm I so th- hopeful that this is not shit. I think. I think that everything Derek likes episode, is shit, so I'm not I'm not excited. No, 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 no. This is not one of them. This is Tombstone. Oh. I'm so pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Since we, 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 we talked about killing Zoe back in the day, we actually made a weird episode of Tombstone and we got absolutely hammered doing it uh, way back when. That never was released. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Wait, we totally so you've did. Done it already? Exactly. You've done Tombstone already? It was before it, it was, was before, before we started actually publishing any of this. Yeah, dude. I totally it's, forgot about that. We got so hammered. It was like and it was like four hours long. <laughs> like it was so Didn't bad. we have uh, our friend there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, was, at the same time, I'm trying to remember same, the same yes. recording. Oh god, dude, Wait, you were so traveling back and forth from Austin or something. You had another San Antonio, party San Antonio. Yeah, had we another... had a friend of ours that uh, we, we just always got along with, and she was hysterical. Yes, and yeah. Yes. I, dude, we didn't was... record it, or uh, we recorded it, but I don't think we ever even got we, close to no, cutting it. Not even close, dude. Wait. I did not get close. This is wild that we're doing a, this first. I cannot time. wait to watch this movie again. This movie is so fucking good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I don't, I hate westerns, guys. But I know, I know that Tombstone do. is like a pinnacle, and I saw it once years ago. So I remember a little bit about it. I, I know. distinctly remember um, Val Kilmer just being like enamored yeah. yes. with him. So like, in yes. mm. so I am excited, kind of, to watch the, it. the lore, the, the all the choices made in every king scene god i can't wait this is gonna be a great episode <laughs> uh. right, so we're gonna go do tombstone guys 
Uh, but, you can you know, stream it on Hulu or IMDb TV for free, which apparently is another streaming site. But you can rent it just about everywhere. Yeah, you can rent it just about anywhere, dude. You can get it anywhere, dude. It's, it's it's all over the place. But yeah, so so um, in everything, we're gonna go ahead and just you know sign off here, guys. Um, in regards to quotes, I think you have one. Best, I've got one. Um, you got you got you want one? Go with it, dude. If you want. Okay. Okay. Dave says, "Wally, he could put a hole through your head." <laughs> Wally goes. Fuck him and his holes. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my God. Good wow. Night, folks. <laughs> I, I had a better one, but that's good too. Ooh, mine, it, was, mine was mine was today I threatened to shoot a naked woman with my erection. That, <laughs> yeah, was, that was actually that that was kind of funny too. <laughs> that was good. That, that was, was good too. So funny. either way. But all right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>